Alrighty, welcome to Drunk Valorant episode 96. Um, yeah. It's like the inverse of the funny number. Um, yeah. Hot take. Cool. I know. Alright, well, I'm gonna kick us off here. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this, so I'm gonna give it my best go. I have a Nectarone... Montueca Hazy. I'm definitely yeah, pronouncing it. You probably wrong. nailed it. I think that's probably exactly <laughs> how it's pronounced. <laughs> Nectaron Montueca. Uh, hops, right? Yeah. Oh, Nectaron Montueca. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Yep. Yeah. There's um, no end, though, I don't think. It's Motica, right? Yeah, okay. You're right. Oh, there's no end? Yeah, yeah, there's no end. I thought there was an end. I, I just have seen that hops before in beers from that. Okay. Point, so I've. Motica. Mm hmm. I liked Montueca. <laughs> <laughs> sounds a little fancier that way. I feel like no Motica sounds fancy too. I don't know. How's the beer taste? Uh it's quite good. Okay, so I'm I'm doing a little bit of reading into this. So the Nectaron hops is from New Zealand, featuring notes of stone fruit, pineapple, and passion fruit. And then they paired it with the cryo Motuka hops, <laughs> adding notes of lime and even more tropical fruit. Which I find very funny when, like, you're having, like, an IPA and they're talking about, like, oh, yeah, there's, like, there's, like, the stone fruit or the pineapple in here. And I can taste if a beer is, like, on the, like, leaning towards fruity in an IPA or leaning towards floral or whatever. I typically really like the floral ones, but, like, I couldn't pick out pineapple from this. Yeah. yeah, because it's not like they're actually added pineapple, right? They're just yeah. adding a hop that is reminiscent of pineapple flavor, which, yeah, I, I'm i not yeah. uh, refined enough in order to mm -hmm. be able to pick that out either. It's just like, oh, yeah, fruit. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, oh, yeah, this one's on the fruitier side. This one's um, bright, and this one's not bright. Mm -hmm. uh, it's So I got this, like, I haven't seen this one before, but I got it out of a field house, like, pick a hop pack. Except it's not called that, because that's the one from Parallel 49. Um, oh, is that the one with the two sours and two... Yeah, ideas? yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. Fox Box. Sours mm. and hops. The Fox um, Box. So it comes with two sours, two hazies, and then it has... It seems like that they have two, like, flagship beers in there, and then two not-flagship beers in the box. Um, because it comes with the Dark Sour and the Fieldhouse Hazy. Both of which are non-limited edition standard beers that they make all the time. So and is it all Fieldhouse, with... or is this a... It's all yeah, yeah, this oh, is okay. all Fieldhouse. I missed uh, the Fieldhouse. And then it came actually. with a... Yeah, it came with a Peach Guava Sour as well, which, um... It had a, it had a weird aftertaste. I don't really love mm -hmm. that one. Yeah, the um, pink, pink Guava Sour. You sure? I'm no, pretty it's sure. Peach Guava. Oh. The box, okay. is the box is behind me. All right. Well, um, I, yeah, I was just confused because I drank a uh, four-pack of their uh, pink guava sour last night. No, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this one's definitely peach. Uh, and then they had, yeah, this this beer that I'm drinking right now, the Nectar Nectarone Motuka Hazy. Um, yeah, it's fine. I think I like their standard Fieldhouse Hazy more. Uh, but yeah, it's quite good. Uh, it comes in at a nice 
8%, so, you know, it's got some body to yeah, it. Yeah. You can't really... It doesn't It doesn't taste like it's that high in alcohol, but um, it's quite good. And then, since I only have one can left out of that pack, I also have a bottle of uh, some Woodford Reserve that I got today. Nice. So, well, I'll be having a bit of Woodford treat. Reserve. Uh, yeah, I sold a, sold a few things on Facebook. You're like that. Yeah, that's going to a bottle of bourbon. Yep. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, was I did that, that last week. It was like ninety bucks for me to get a pack of twelve white claws and a bottle of bullet. And I was mm, like, oh, wow, that's, that's oh. a dent. Holy, oh man, I'm I'm glad I live in Baltimore. <laughs> you said that's a that's a what? It's a dent. That's a dent. A dent oh, in the paycheck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, I sold uh sold a golf putter that I don't care about, and I sold two Scotty Cameron golf putter grips, which I had. Nice. So, yeah. What were you funny, saying? I, I was there. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that like I had a nectar on single hop beer from Nepenthe early in the summer, and I, I really liked it. It was definitely, you know, based on the sample size of one, but a beer that was really highlighting the nectar on. I was like, hmm, this is one of my favorite hops. That's not Galaxy. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's what I got. Chase, what are you drinking? Uh, I picked this up on the way back from going on a bike ride today. Uh, we were in Salmo, BC, which is about half an hour south of us. And uh, it is from Erie Creek Brewing and the Twisted Timber Dry Hop Sour. Uh, it's quite good. The can's really cool. It's purple, which I like. I like purple a lot. Yeah. And it's can like looks a, a lot. Of- it looks uh, a lot like what? Uh, like a Fernie Brewing can. Yeah, it could. Uh, it's reminiscent of a Fernie Brewing can. It's got like the the brewery's logo is like an owl, mm. like an owl silhouette. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, just over a bunch of like hazy trees, which is cool. Um, the beer is quite good. It's sour but very hop forward. Sorry, can you explain what kind of beer it was again? I'm... It's a dry hop sour. Okay. Um, so like it has like the, like the sour ale taste, but without a lot of the fruitiness that is usually in a, in a sour because it's just hop taste. It's like a yeah. sour hop taste. The one it's quite that good. Had that's like that. I really hated, but it was also just kind of a weird beer. So I, I might like that. Yeah. I, yeah. I had one similar that I also did not like very much. Um, but it was like more, oh God, it was like. An IPA that happens to be somewhat sour. It wasn't like a sour mm-hmm. beer that happened to have hops in it. Yeah, the, I'd say this is more along the sour front, but you definitely mm-hmm. taste hops as like the first flavor. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, I, I enjoy. It's, it's quite good. I think it, it took me a can, which I've already had, to, to kind of really like it. And by the second can, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. So <laughs> um, the third one's going to go down fast. Grows <laughs> mm-hmm. on you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Hunter's just drinking some water today, so um, <laughs> no, I've easily moving on to some power and stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm easily drinking my least favorite drink on the pod this year. Uh, some free wine from an event uh, with the catering company. This is um, Cantina Zaccaganini Montepulciano de Abruzzo. <laughs> that, that, I, I love Montepulciano? I guess so. so. Montepulciano? <laughs> oh, you guys actually know of this wine? 
No, I know of the city. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't. So this, <laughs> I looked it up. This is a $13 <laughs> bottle of wine. So absolute <laughs> top shelf. However, it is, it is yeah, rated like... Red. Yeah, it's red. It is rated like four stars, though. And it seems like the reviews say it's one of the best bang for buck wines. And it's actually very solid for the lower end price point. So not really that crappy, despite the incredibly low price. It's a very dry red. I don't okay. like it at all. I like sweet reds and I like dry whites. And yeah. that's, you know, that's my very limited mm. wine exposure. I, that's, mm. I, I could have my mind changed, perhaps. This isn't changing my mind as I'm drinking it out of just like a normal glass. <laughs> I don't have any wine glasses. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so exactly how you should drink a good wine, right? It oh, really yeah. opens up the, the tannins <laughs> there. Yeah. So, yeah, de- definitely don't drink any wine over at my house if that's your taste in wine. <laughs> I think we've been over multiple times yeah. what Cass's taste in wine is, um, mm-hmm. which sounds no, like you not, might not actually like enjoy that. Here. My house in. DC. Mm. There's, oh, no, there's not going to yeah. be a sweet red in there. <laughs> but like, yeah. every time, every time I have people over, my dad's like, "Oh, well, like we have to open a bottle of wine." Um, <laughs> except, I, I guess the last time Hunter was over there, I, I think we made cocktails. But what did we have? I think you. I think my dad made some rum cocktails. I, I don't. I don't think I was there for that. I think we we, we were just having the beers. When I was over there, I I definitely feel like I would have remembered if we had rum cocktails. Okay. That sounds amazing. Or maybe we did. I feel like we did. Yeah, maybe we did. Often... did you have like the round ice in them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, my I think we did. Buys... I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my dad buys specialty ice for his different rum cocktails because yeah. like he buys ice. Well, the special or like he has all like the ice trays, and then if he's gonna make something in particular, he'll go out and he'll get the right ice for it. Um, so yeah, oh, you will go out and buy ice because like the cocktail book will tell you what kind of ice you should use. Yeah. And if he doesn't have the molds to make that kind of ice, then he'll just go out and buy it. You can buy, ice, like there's a store that sells different ice shapes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of wild to me. I don't know. He probably walks, he probably walks to one of the cocktail bars near our house or near to our house and says, Hey. I'm going to buy some of your ice. <laughs> Would be my guess. <laughs> if he's making something in particular that he doesn't have the molds for. Because there are a couple, like, not, like, crazy high-end, but, like, there are a couple of, uh, or, well, there are a few, like, really high-end cocktail bars around our house. And then there's a few, like, more blue-collar, but I still want, like, a nice cocktail uh, kind of places around our house. So my guess is he goes over to there and just buys ice from them, but... I, now that you mentioned that, I actually don't know. I'm just imagining like a like your corner store, mm-hmm. but you walk mm-hmm. in and it's just freezers filled with different shapes of ice, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god! One day I'll save up enough to get the uh, the dragon shaped ice <laughs> for my cocktail." <laughs> <laughs> you're like ice sculptures, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of sick, though. You have one that's like an ice cup. <laughs> you put the drink inside. <laughs> you have to drink it yeah. before the ice melts. Isn't that what you do at um, ice bars? Uh, I did not know ice bars were shot a thing. Glasses? That's really I cool. I was not aware of that existing. Probably some of them. You do that. Mm. I prefer the ice luge. <laughs> I can't say I've done either of those two things before. Having, having the ice luge, luge this fun. Um, is when you like build a, a snow bar 
and then uh, you drill a hole or make a hole through the bar. So you just put your mouth on one end of it, and then someone pours liquor into the other end. Mm-hmm. So there's like a little tunnel through like the snow. Oh, you like? Cool. Do you like water bottle it first to like have it freeze over and create like that ice channel? Well, I think it's all pretty packed because you're like building the bar out of it, and then you kind of oh, like yeah. I, I don't know. I can try. I'm, that sure, the fir- I'm sure the first couple uh, don't go through all the way, so maybe <laughs> a water bottle would be smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We never did that at the bar at Red. That would have been fun. Would be. Yeah. Have we told that story on Pod? Probably. Uh. Sure. I don't know. It's when I met Chase for the first time. Yeah. Well, yeah, let me rephrase. Yeah, it's when Chase met me for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you met you met me too, but you just didn't yeah. I didn't. I didn't do any meeting anybody. <laughs> yeah, because Cass was a full bottle of vodka down. Oh my god! Uh, and we were at the top of a mountain skiing, but he wasn't currently skiing. We had made a bar at yeah. the top of the mountain. <laughs> oh, he man. had downed a full bottle yeah. of vodka, and then he unsuccessfully tried to make his way down later in the day. Well, I successfully made my way down. It just took me an hour longer than everybody else. And I ate shit every two turns. <laughs> but I successfully made it down in one piece. Wow. Did anyone stay with you? Or were we all just like, see no. you later, Gas? No, you guys all fucked off. <laughs> okay. Like, I remember us getting all our shit together and like, all right, time to go. Somebody probably looked back and like, yo, Cass, you good? And I probably went, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Thank God we didn't leave you up on the hill. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I, I kind of figured you did, and I felt like sheepish when I called Axel, because I was just like, ah, dude, just got to the bottom, like, kind of need a ride. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, where the fuck are you? We're all eating nachos and drinking at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, moving on to some Valorant stuff. Hey, Hunter, weren't you going to drink some, like... I thought you were going to have, like, some cider yeah, slash, like, fireball combo thing. I wasn't able to make it to the liquor store today. I was really sad. Oh. It's literally okay. the last alcohol I have, basically. Because, mm. yeah, I remember you mentioning you were going to, like, come up where, like, you had some, like, special drink you wanted to try on this. Yeah. And the bottle of wine did not seem like it. No, well, it, not. Yeah, nothing really happened in Valorant this week, so I think we can just probably end the podcast here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it a short one. We're, we just play, played our premiere games. Well, we won the game. championship easily. FFs all around. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. That's, that's <laughs> what I meant. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we won. We easily 13-0'd all three games. Yeah, the reason we're not um, more excited about it is because we knew it was going to happen. It was just like, man, mm-hmm. do we have to actually show up to prove that we're the best? Like, God, why don't yeah. they just give us the card already? Yeah, I mean, we went through the season undefeated, so. <laughs> In all yeah. seriousness, have we won a game in tournament? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Both of the previous tournaments, we, uh, well, no. Okay, so, the no. very, <laughs> beta one, I believe we lost the first game, and then won two games in the, lo- no, we lost the first game, won a game in loser's bracket, and then played in the loser's championship, which we lost because Chase was a AFK, he couldn't yeah. save it that one. And then, beta two, we won our first actual game in the bracket, and then lost in round two. Mm. So, we have won a okay. tournament game. Okay, it's kind of lame that there's no losers bracket now. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious what led to that change. If they found that people just were not sticking around for it, or or what exactly made them do it? 
Yeah, because I, I could see if, like, enough people just no-showed. Yeah. For the Wizards Bracket games, and they're like, oh, well, we'll just, like, canon this one, because mm-hmm. it's kind of boring to, like, wait around only to find out that the other team just doesn't show up and forfeits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's kind of lame. Like, we've got this whole thing set up, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to be... Like we're gonna be playing in the tournament on Sunday, and then we yeah, like block off the and, night. Yeah, you know, like we're we're doing this. Everyone's super stoked. It's the culmination of the season, and then we mm-hmm. lose the first fucking game. And then it's like, okay, it's over. <laughs> it's like yeah. that iconic like uh, web cartoon slash meme where where the uh, their two guys getting on. They're like, all right, we go to bed when we lose. So, and then they're like, so we're not going to bed? Ha, ha, ha. And then you see them laying in bed like five minutes later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was us tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, just to be clear, in case you didn't pick up on it, we did lose our first game in the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Unfortunate. And, yes. like, yes. I don't know. Like, uh, we talked about this briefly when the, um, when it actually, or, like, when the tournament ended, but, like, yeah, I'm not really vibing with the map pool at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I like, agree. I don't really like it either. And to be fair, the only maps that I'm really like, oh yeah, these maps are great, are like Haven and Ascent. But then Ascent gets really annoying because we can't attack. And when you're playing against an actual coordinated team, attacking is brutal. Yeah, I think so Ascent I don't is like our team's worst map. Easily. Oh yeah, I'm saying like I don't yeah. like Ascent in tournament. Like, I like Ascent in general. I don't like right. it in tournament because when you're playing against that well-coordinated teams, like, attacking is just a nightmare. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, that's about it. Like, yeah, yeah, like we haven't played enough Sunset, but I feel like we could be good on Sunset. Like, we just yeah. played a five-stack after where yeah. we, st- we started popping off pretty hard at the beginning, and then it kind of went downhill. Our and comp was a little wacky out. as well, but we did close it out. Yeah. Um, I don't like Sunset, though. I like Sunset. I still like Lotus, but, like, it's not at the top of my list where Haven is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And in, in this case, like, you know, it was banned off the start. Like, that was their first ban was Haven, and we're like, well, fuck. Right? That's really the only... T- like map I want to play. Yeah, I think they probably wonder, banded because where we were good at it. Because yeah, I wonder like if we throw. I wonder. Yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder if we throw Haven next up uh, premiere season. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> probably not a good idea, but I, I okay, guess assuming, I think it depends on where it is in the map. Yeah, if it comes uh, up thing. late enough in rotation. Yeah, we like if we're doing really it. well, maybe we do. Yeah, we just throw Haven. So and people want to pick it into it us. Into yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, what we did before uh, we queued in, you, they had a lot of time to see. Um, oh, five minutes. And, but, yeah, it five, five minutes. But, like, I'm assuming a lot of teams did this because we did. Uh, was We looked up the other team that we were about to play on, on Tracker and just saw what their win-loss records were on all the maps um, for mm. the season. And so it was like, you know, it's somewhat of an informed decision, a little bit more than just going in blind to be like, okay, well, we we don't want to play their split because they rolled the two games that they played on split or something, yeah. right? Because, yeah, they, they won all their split games, so we're just, they won their split games handedly, so it's like, okay, well, split might have been one of the maps that we would have picked, but, in fact, it, it was going to be one of the maps we were going to pick. But seeing as how they did really well on it, it's like, oh, well, maybe we don't go into this one. Um... Yeah. I know, actually, like, interestingly enough, um, in that last Sunset game we played, 
I learned so many new angles yeah. that you can play, specifically as, like, I guess, Jet Omen Rays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's some weird vertical yeah, angles in that game. They're, they're not super useful as, as Chamber, because you can't really be there preemptively. Or I suppose you could, but, like, you don't really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you were able to see over, like, standard smokes. There were a lot. Like, the yeah. team we were playing on Sunset was insane with their vertical placement. Like, it was to the point where you're like, okay, every time we would hit, we were playing a double smoke comp, but we would, like, have one person, like, smoke off the tops of boxes, and the other ones the standard entrances to site, mm-hmm. yeah. so that they couldn't be playing, like, up on top of boxes. It was nuts. Now, what I found really funny is because uh, they were playing... Were they playing double controller? Yeah, they were. Uh, they were playing Omen Viper, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, the Viper would throw a wall up across site, and then Omen would smoke off other things, kind of, normally. Uh, which allowed me to play in the exact same angles. I was playing Jet. Um, and so, yeah, it allowed me to play in the exact same angles I had learned from their Omen and their Jet on retakes. And I got so many kills off that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, angles that I had no idea were a thing, and... And, yeah, like, I found that was wild, but, like, I did not know that these angles were a thing, and then I was using it against them, and they weren't properly smoking them off or ready to deal with them, despite having used them themselves. Yeah, it's tasting their own medicine. Exactly. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Something about the way that that map plays, like, I don't like... I Like, I, I think Yoru might actually be, like, quite a good pick on that map. Um by nature of unlike Jet and Chamber, Yoru can actually push up to like mid-pillar and contest mid from pillar and get out. Whereas Chamber can't. I don't know how safely you could as Jet either. Yeah, just a further range. Like, yeah. get out of jail, but and especially in a situation like that where you have pillar to kind of tuck behind and then EP out so that you're not on like an island out there, right? Well, because I'm, I'm seeing it as, as less of like a get out of jail and more of a I'm not trapped here after I get one, right? Whereas, as Jet, if I get one, like, sure, I'm gonna prime my dash and I'm gonna like, but I'm fighting for two at this point. Like, I can't just get one and disappear if there are more people mid. Yeah, the, the dash um, isn't long enough. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, maybe I could potentially drop a smoke, dash into the smoke, and then bunny hop back around the corner into market or something like that. But I think, realistically speaking, like, like Yoru might actually have the best ability to fight and contest that mid-space. And sure, like, you can't bail out of a, like, out of a gunfight that isn't going your way. But if you do get one, you're not forced to then fight for two to go two and one or whatever it is. Yeah, and it's not a bad case. I think that pushing up to pillars, like, so committal, even on the Oru, right? Yeah. You're, like, definitely yeah. taking a duel. Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard to really understand where that's going to come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's just like I don't, I I find it really awkward because like top mid gets smoked ninety percent of rounds. Yeah, but so does bottom mid, and so it kind of just makes like a full 
like arena in there that you know someone could somewhat safely push through the smoke if there's a duel already happening to try to trade out or try to uh to be third mm-hmm. man in on a gunfight. But yeah, and then like I I found it towards the end of the game I found a little more success opting from market into whatever that elbow mid avenue thing is called. Tiles? Tiles, is that what it is? I don't really know the callouts on the map well. Um Yeah, I had a little bit of success with that towards the end of the game, but one of the things that I noticed is um if I second zoom level, I guess that's what you would call it, right? Like the enhanced yeah. zoom on the op. Um I sure I get a better, you know, zoom level to take that fight with somebody's tiles, but then if somebody swings me close like, around the other side of that pillar. Like, that's outside of my scope range. So, yeah, so, so you're just completely blind to them. Yeah. yeah, so, like, you're kind of forced to use the the standard scope um, zoom unless you have somebody who is actively holding top mid and can cover them and would know if somebody is crossing on the other side of pillar. Yeah, which uh, relies on that not being smoked. Kind which, of. Yeah, again, relies on that not being smoked. Um, but yeah, I... I don't know. I, I guess I haven't really found what areas of that map I like taking duels on. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And I, I don't know if you guys have the same ideology towards other maps. But, like, on maps in general, I kind of have, like, an idea of, like, these are angles I'm very comfortable with. Like, these are... Like, this is where I want a duel to take place. If one's yeah. going to happen. If that makes sense. Right. Um... And I just haven't really found any of those yet on Sunset. Whereas, like, I like this angle, even though it's 50-50, like, I feel confident in these duels. I, like, I haven't really found that style on that map yet. You know, I feel yeah. that for sure. I, I like taking fights in A-Halls on Sunset, but uh, especially on the defense side. But sometimes enemies are just not doing that, like really contesting that. Like in that past game, the enemies were so laser focused on taking mid that like it was pretty rare that they went A at all. And we kind of wrecked mm-hmm. them when they did come A. Oh yeah, we had a great paint play. Oh yes. Totally unintentional. But uh Hunter and I both. Well, I mean got it was sky it was kind of intentional for me. <laughs> okay, okay. It was yeah. very unintentional for me. But Hunter and I got sky flashed and yeah. I fell back towards the angle. Hunter pushed forward into that cubby right in front of a main. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's not really a cubby. It's just like the hunter's tucking himself angle, in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I fell back and they saw me falling back. So they were trying to spray me down through the box. Mm-hmm. So hunter was able to then take first contact um, up really close. Uh, Alex swung from halls and then I swung out again from, from that box and we just went one, two, three. Yeah. So I uh, got to like kill TP'd out and yeah. then Cass and Alex were able to swing as they were trying yeah. to, you know, kill me. Um, yeah, it worked out incredibly, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was very unintentional on my part. I was just like, oh, fuck, I'm flashed. I'm falling back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a very like really nice triple duelist ping pong in which we yeah. could all get out after duels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys, uh, Held down that site better than uh, than a sentinel could. Yeah. You just need three of you, three duelists, <laughs> to be <laughs> aggressively pushing a main. Yeah. Where, I like where you had uh, our two smokers on the other site. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but like, I don't know. Alex coming up from the other side, like, really turned crosshairs, right? Oh, for sure. 
Because they're going from you, you've TP'd out, but they knew where I was. Mm-hmm. But then Alex coming out from the other side and taking a duel, like, like really fucks with, okay, where's my cross A supposed to be? Like, where's the next right. duel coming from? Yeah. Um, yeah. And all five of them were there. So if it was only two of you, I feel like you, you know, you might get three. Mm-hmm. But then they have sight. Yeah. All right. Well, should we talk about some ISO here? Time to get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. The ISO. All right, okay, I, well, I, I, I'm the explainy well, guy, and I got the abilities pulled up. Okay, right before we get to the explainy part, I just kind of realized something, um, which I don't know how much basketball either of you guys played or watched or anything, and admittedly, my Minimal. basketball knowledge is not great. Minimal. Um, but I know that there's a thing where you call ISO, and everybody on your team kind of, like, backs up and just gives you the 1v1 against whoever your defender is. Mm-hmm. So it just gives you as much space as possible. Like, if you call for an ISO, it's like everybody else just kind of, like, backs off and says, I'm like, you're basically saying, I'm better than the guy defending me. Got it. Got uh, which just fits in well with this character. I don't know if that was intentional or not. It probably is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, ISO is obviously short for, like, isolation, and that's yeah. what he's trying to do is isolate yeah. duels here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I was, I, I just, I literally just thought about that as uh, we are getting into it, so... All right, Hunter. Torch is yours. Do Take we, it away. You want to go ability by ability or all, you know, all? No, ability, ability by ability okay. is fine. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so number one, his signature ability is double tap. Uh, e. Start a focus timer, similar to activating jet dash. Once completed, and by completed it means there's a there's a short you know uptime to it being active, also like jet dash. Once completed, enter a flow state during which downed enemies you kill or damage cre- uh, generate an energy orb. Shooting this orb grants you a shield, which absorbs one instance of damage from any source. So how this plays out is while you have your flow state from double tap active, when you kill an enemy or an enemy dies that you've damaged, now there'll be this like silver orb in, uh, like above where the enemy died. You shoot it. Now you have a shield that lasts for a set duration, which is fairly long, where the next instance of damage of any type that you take will be blocked and the shield will be consumed. And you can continue while double tap is active or the shield is active, you can continue to refresh the shield with additional kills and shooting the silver orb. Also stack the shields, I believe. Do they stack? What? I, my, I don't know my understanding was that it just refreshes the duration of the shield if you already have it. It would be I, I kind of insane if they stack. I well, I don't know about insane. Mm-hmm. I, I've I have not seen anything indicating that you can stack them. I kind of thought they stacked. I, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. From all the, I've seen gameplay footage of this agent being played from from both Durka and Tens, and I can't. I I know that there was a scenario where if they do stack, Tens had stacked up like three of them, but he also didn't. Take any damage. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> yeah. need some. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how that mechanic. I watched the really Durka functions. video, and I thought that's where I'm getting that from. Is I thought that there was some point in there where, uh, uh, where Durka <laughs> like stacked shields up. Mm. I, okay, I, don't, I really don't think so. I I would bet money on it not being stacked. Okay, so well we, we don't know how that works, but yeah. anyway, the timer is quite generous. Um. Once you have the stack of the shield. Yeah, like, once you yeah. have the stack of the shield, and to get the stack of the shield, I feel like the timer on both of those is quite generous. 
Like, it's not, um... To me, it's more reminiscent of, like... Like, Neon Alt Timer is fairly generous, right? Yeah. Compared to, like, Jet Dash Timer. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a lot closer to, like, Neon Alt Timer. Uh, yeah, it's, like, a, it's a long time. It's a good amount. Or, like, yeah, your ETP Timer is probably a better example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it's quite a generous time frame. It's not like you're really like, oh, I popped this... I have to get a duel now. Um, whereas, like, with with Jet, if you pop your dash reactionarily, um, it's like, oh, God, okay, now I'm, now I'm on a timer. Like, I, I gotta push, I gotta, I gotta try to do something with this. Um, or it's just, like, wasted util. But I, I feel like you get a good amount of time with it. And now, somebody did a little video analysis and this isn't labeled anywhere in the ability description or anything like that, but it seems like there might be some kind of brim stim buff you might get. Because somebody did frame-by-frame frame comparison on a reload timings. Yeah. And it's about half a second faster. Yes, I, reload I saw Reload while as... you're in the double tap or while you have the shield active? No, just while you're in flow state. Okay, yeah. so while you have the shield, act, shield active. Right. No, and, no, no. While you have the ability active, regardless of whether you have yeah, shield. Yeah, flow state means okay. that you're ready to get the shield on kill, not yeah. that you necessarily have it. Um, okay. However, I, I saw that video as well, and it seems like a weird... Like, I didn't see any pros mention it, and it's not mentioned in, like, the leak ab- like, a leaked ability descriptions or anything. Mm-hmm. Or not even leaked at this point, just revealed. So... I'd be kind of surprised if that's actually coming in the game. You know, I saw the video and the video was convincing. So was it that they were just, you know, tweaking some things in like the, not PBE, but like the whatever build they gave to the pros and... Well, no, the guy... Um, not? Okay, well, that, that's what was actually being talked about is uh, the guy in the in the video originally thought they were just decreasing the reload time on on the Vandal. Oh, okay. And then he he assumed Phantom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was coming out with this video and be like, "Hey guys, like I think they're decreasing the reload time." Uh, and then people are talking about it, and they're like, "No, no, no!" Like if you go back, it was from Tenz's video of him playing yeah. um, ISO, and they're like, "No, no!" If you watch other clips of this video, when he doesn't have this ability active, the reload time is still the same and feels standard. Um, but then people were talking about how, like when, like when there were shots of Tenz reloading the Prime Vandal during um yeah like during that flow state time frame like it was it was faster yeah i almost wonder if this could be like well, a, a harbor situation where you know harbors all i mean harbors walls used to block bullets that like maybe they at one point intended to have it be a uh reload and fire rate speed buff and then they just forgot to take it out uh for the build that they gave to the pros like, I, I honestly just would be very surprised if that wasn't mentioned in the ability descriptions, but it's going to be in the game. I suppose we'll see. Um, yeah. Or so we'll put a pin in that. Tinfoil hat. Uh, they were buffing the ISO players to make the uh, the release oh. videos seem a lot cooler and, like, ISO would be a lot better. So they're they're buffing his skills to something that is not actually going to be in-game. Ooh, um, I, I just like to make that. the pros like talk about it more and people be like, Ooh, oh, yeah. ISO looks so good. So I feel like, I, that would be funny. I, I could kind of see that potentially. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. One of the other things though that everyone talked about is like, 
when you when you kill when either you or your teammate kills somebody that you've damaged, right? And you get that um, mm-hmm. uh, you get that thing that pops up. It, it's like you're playing game laps, uh, and it just kind of like yeah, spider you're doing shot. spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing spider shot, and it just pops up in like some random spot, like above them, kinda. Uh, and then you have to flick and and get that, and then do whatever it is that you were doing previously. I, I can just see it being kind of funny if like you get a kill on like a tight angle, and then that thing pops up, but it's like obstructed. Yeah, I was just yeah, like that you can't shoot it. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like you do like you get the kill, but like, you can't. You don't have an angle on the thing to shoot it anyway. Yeah, I wonder if it spawns um, like in your line of sight as you get the kill, or or if it could spawn in a place you can't shoot it. I'm curious yeah. how that how that logic is. Yeah, I I don't know, but like. Okay, so I guess the other thing with this is um, that we haven't talked about is when it says a box one instance of damage, it quite literally means anything. Yeah. So, like, you can survive Razal. Um, you but can also, survive an off headshot. But also the teeniest uh, ding from, like, one of the Ray's bomblets will also, you know, take up the shield. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, a tick from a KJ Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Would take up the shield, right? But yeah. then do basically nothing for you because it ticks so often, right? Right. And then I guess the question is, how does it affect a judge? Or a yeah, I was wondering that. Like, does it count all the pellets since they're hitting at the same time as one instance of damage, or does it just? I would believe so because it hits My guess would be yes. So it like they're all one instance of damage together. Yeah, my yeah. guess would be yeah. that yes, it blocks. Right, because if they weren't hit scan, technically some of the pellets would be hitting slightly before others based on the character model. Yeah, and they're now, not, obviously. Does angle of attack matter? Like, if you're being shot in the back, it still blocks that? Yes. I, yeah, I believe that it's not directional. Okay. Yeah. Uh, from, some of, from some of the clips, because like, you can kind of see the thing, it looks like he's got that shield in front of him. Yeah. From some of the clips, it appears more to be like a test tube around him. Okay, interesting. Because, yeah, in some of the clips, it seems like there's, like, a shield in front of him visually. But yeah. I was So I was wondering if, like, you know, if you got shot from the back, does it not block that? Do you have to, like, yeah. aim your yourself at the instance of damage or whatever? Yeah, no, it, it seems like it blocks unilaterally just one instance of damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although so, they don't stack, I confirmed that. Oh, okay. Oh, good, yeah. good. Um. Do we want to just keep discussing the abilities and then get into opinions after we have all the abilities on the table? Sure. There, there's one more thing that I'd like to bring up though, yeah, regarding this. And okay, I I feel like having the ability to block one instance of damage makes certain guns more viable. Yes, um, I fully agree with that. And the the main one that comes to mind right now is a guardian. Oh, that that um, is fair. Because you are not going to get... Like, I, I find that there's so many instances where, like, you're you're shooting somebody with a guardian, and it's like, oh, like, if I just had that, like, extra, like, split second before they killed me, like, I was on their head. You know? Yeah. And I feel like this will give you that extra split second, or, like, you, you, you've two-tapped somebody, and then they spray you down because the guardian takes too long to fire. But, like, having that extra bullet, like, again, assuming you have the shield active, uh, and then also the Guardian is quite a good gun for collecting those things. True. Because you presumably tap them in the head, flick up, you're playing aim labs anyway, 
Uh, you, you you click the orb thing. Now you got another one. You're flipping back down to the next person who's swinging the angle. Yeah, um, do those orbs have HP or like will a you know a frenzy bullet one frenzy bullet also hit it? You know, it seems like you just have to hit it in some capacity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were saying Guardian, and yes, I can see that. However, I thought of, uh, you know, my brain went to a much more devious place, uh, which is Odin. Because <laughs> your biggest problem with, you know, using an Odin is if you get one-tapped, because, you know, your body shot mm-hmm. DPS is what is really good about the Odin. Um, and like the Guardian, but for a different reason, the Odin is also very good at collecting the orbs, because you don't really have to worry about, you know, your... Uh, spray your spray pattern going too far you know having because one of the problems is that if you're if you're taking a duel with like a vandal or a phantom and there are two people in like not peeking you at the same time but peeking you quickly if you go up to shoot the orb and then the person is swinging right then then maybe you're not you know reset in your spray pattern and so you're not going to be accurate for those first couple shots that doesn't matter with the odin you just spray that orb and you're right back to gunning them down yeah, you're uh, still putting bullets down range, exactly. no matter what. Yeah, yes. so yeah, I, I think that for the Odin, it will be very nice if, as soon as, as long as you get that first kill. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I can see the Guardian as well. Like I hadn't thought of that, and I fully agree. On to the next ability, or did we have any other yeah. comments at the moment before we get into you know the the hot takes and the opinions? Yeah, yeah we can get into. Yeah, that. we can yeah. we can keep going. Next, next one is Undercut, which is the Q ability. Equip a molecular bolt. Fire to throw it forward, applying a brief fragile to all players it touches. The bolt can pass through solid objects, including walls. And uh, fragile is... I, I'm trying to think of when fragile is used versus vulnerable, it's, but... No, it, it's it's mistranslated because the leaks were originally in Chinese. Oh, it, it should be vulnerable? It, it, it's, it's the vulnerable... Yeah, it's the same. Okay, okay. It, it just got it just got translated from Chinese. And got... you take double damage. Uh, yeah. Also, synergizes very well with using an Odin. <laughs> um, yeah. So this goes through walls. Uh, it doesn't give you any sort of info. I mean, it, it's kind of what it says on the card. The, the the key thing is just that you yeet out a beam of vulnerability. Uh, fairly straightforward. And yeah, what, it's an open yeah. paranoia that vulnerables you instead of blinds you. Yes. It goes pretty fucking far, though. Yeah. Well, so does paranoia. But it like, looks like it goes like a little farther, farther than paranoia. It goes based farther on the than paranoia, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so this one goes far. It doesn't go as wide. No. It's like skinnier. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how useful this is going to be. There's like very rarely do I get the vulnerable effect on me and think, damn, I got to do something about this. Right, but okay. people were pointing out that, like, you know, you typically get vulnerable by KJ Alarm Bot, uh, at, at which point you're normally just or, jumping. Or Viper Molly. Yes, or yeah, Viper, Viper Molly. Molly. Viper Molly, it's normally a choice to push through the Viper Molly. Uh, alarm Bot, less so, but typically, as soon as, you hit, as soon as you get hit by an Alarm Bot, you're taking evasive maneuvers, not so much because of the vulnerable, but just because, you know, you expect the KJ is ready to fire on you and possibly has Mollies as well. So, like, I'm often not taking duels while vulnerable because of KJ Alarmbot. Um, um, I need a sidebar real quick. I've just cracked what might very well be the last Heavy Fruit Breakfast edition. Wow. In play. Wow. How, how is it? Is yeah. it a little messed up? No. Well. Well, yes, but maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Because um, these are the only ones I've had, and it's still just as delicious as I 
remembered. I mm-hmm. cannot believe that you still have one. This yeah. is quite possible. It's been months. It's around. been two and a half months. I know. Yeah, that you've kept that beer. Do I need to schedule yeah. when I come out to Vancouver next for when there's a heavy fruit release? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> possibly. There will be. Ace yeah. might have to schedule to come out to Vancouver when there's yeah. a <laughs> Yeah, we'll both schedule that. Yeah. All mm. right. Uh, anything else on the sidebar? No, that was the sidebar. Just like that. That one's this one has been in my fridge for a while, mm-hmm. and it felt like an appropriate time. All also, right. I was drinking. I was drinking the whiskey, and I was like, "Man, I just want some volume right now." Yeah, I saw you like chug the last of your whiskey, and the the face that you made was like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you licking the bottle as well, though. You weren't letting yeah. it go to waste. You no, no, no. Of course not. Yeah. I, I had a very bad pour, so some of it was dripping down. The yeah, yeah, I, I, I knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, All right. Okay, yeah, but okay. I, I think Maybe that we... this vulnerable thing is going to be similar to, like, you know, Light Shield's meta. Like, who the fuck cares if I'm going to get one tapped anyway? Oh, you're getting into opinions now, Chase. But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I agree. Okay. Spoiler alert. I, I think it's. Like, I, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I, I think it's very useful for. For entrying, especially when you don't know when you're moving quite rapidly, and you don't know exactly where someone might be, but you have a like you have a way to what's this fucking ability called? Undercut. You have a way to undercut a good number of angles. You throw that. You it might out, force them to back like, off. And might, I don't think it's going to force people to back off. I, think, I just think it gives you an edge in the spray down when you're moving. Well, definitely, yeah. I think it's, yeah, like, it's probably going to be better at lower elo for sure. Yeah, but like I'm just thinking, like in general, like you swing out. Like I mean, sure, maybe you get one tapped. You know, that's the idea with light shields meta. Like the better you are at elo, like the more likely you are to just get one tapped, and then your shields aren't going to matter. But like, there are still times when you know spray downs occur. Um. And yeah, like I, and then again, as we were talking about, like with his other ability, definitely benefits some of the other weapons. Oh, for like, sure, yeah, you, like yeah. frenzy you, you or something, yeah. you know, or yeah, any you any like lighter by. You, you vulnerable somebody, and you're running in, you're entering sight with a fucking specter. Like people are getting deleted. The specter does one shot to the head now, right? Seventy eight. Yeah, because the same as classic damage. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. The Spectre's just a better Vandal. I mean, sure. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the key thing is actually hitting the vulnerable, which I think is going to miss a lot of the time, either because you sh- you threw it where someone wasn't oh. or because they dodge it. Yeah, also, I don't think we talked about this previously, but, like, what, what's the flow state ability called? Double tap. Uh, double tap. Yeah. Double tap. Okay. You get two charges of both double tap and undercut. Right, that which is nice. Right, so like, you could chuck, chuck, get both of these under taps out there, cover a good number of angles that you need to be worried about when you're entering site. We haven't gone to his third ability, but presumably you would use that too. Um, Segway time. Yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, his C ability is contingency. Equip to assemble prismatic energy. Fire to push an indestructible wall of energy forward that blocks bullets. 
So this is Harbor Cascade. Faster. Uh, it doesn't stop and have any lasting wall. It just goes out and then it's done. But it blocks bullets like Harbor Cascade was initially supposed to. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's the what, it uh, what hi- people were like super pissed off that Harbor Wall no longer blocks bullets, and then um, they're like, okay, well, we'll just put it on our duelist agent instead. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also it's curved. It's got like a little like triple like whatever. Oh, yeah, it's like a riot right shield right. from like uh, riot shield. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a riot shield. Or um, like a riot barricade or whatever you want to call it. But. Yeah. Any other comments about the mechanics of this ability? Um, it just goes... It's kind of... It's smaller than a cascade, obviously, like, yeah. in, in yeah. width. It's faster. Yeah. Good entry tool. Seems like it will be a good entry tool. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I think it'll be... Like, I, I think it's actually quite solid. Like, and Hunter, I know you fucking hated on Neon when Neon came out, and you were talking about her wall being fucking dog shit, right? Yeah. Um. This blocks off sight, and also blocks bullets from being spammed down. Like, I, I feel like there's some good application to this ability. And, like, I feel like you would use it in a similar method to how you would use Neon Wall. I, I do agree with it being similar in application to Neon Wall. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it has a entirely different line of sight blocking mechanism. As in Neon Wall blocks the perpendicular angles, whereas this blocks the parallel angle. But like, I, I feel like it's similar in application to how you would use this to get onto sight. The angles or where you throw it might differ from a neon wall for the exact purpose being it blocks the other line of sight. But um, I, I feel like this is actually like a quite a solid tool and definitely helps with, oh, we're trying to get out of sight and we're just getting spammed down through like a given choke or whatever. Um, yeah, definitely. And, like, and, and I think where when you know where somebody is playing, like... Like, for example, um, I'm thinking of... What's a good one, right? Like, B, B site Ascent. There's a Killjoy Stairs with an Odin. And there's an Omen Smoke in front of us. Right? It's like, well, we're, you're, you're kind of fucked in that scenario. Oh, but you can get the highway now or whatever. Yeah, or like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, if it's specifically a Killjoy, you might not want to go. Yeah, um, but well, like, you can get out of that smoke. You can get you out can, of that choke now. Yeah. Well, you yeah. Can you can throw that towards stairs and be like, "Well, now we don't have to worry about the Odin spam. Let's clear the other angles for the yeah. next like couple of seconds at least." Yeah, but it, it gets you out of that choke. And once yeah. you're out of that choke, Killjoy can't just be holding down left click on the Odin, right? At that choke because she doesn't know where to point across it. Um, and I can tell you from my experience attempting to use the Odin in TDM. When there are multiple places of which you might need to put your crosshair, the Odin is a dog shit weapon. Um, <laughs> the amount of times Cast picks up the Odin immediately is like, this gun is absolute trash. Why does anyone use this? <laughs> it's so funny because it happens every single time. Like, there's never been a single time Cast has been like, oh yeah, I'm popping off with the Odin. Like, he just tries to make it work and fails every single time. And it is the funniest thing. There is no popping off with the Odin. <laughs> Have you seen me with the Odin? You don't pop off. You get maybe a kill here or there. 
Oh my god. I have <laughs> so Hunter, many clips. Maybe. So yeah, many clips Hunter. I could show you, Gas. Okay, but are they really clips if you're using an Odin? That goes completely against what you had just said previously, which is that I don't get kills with the Odin. You, you, that, is the, that is the classic example of goalpost shifting. <laughs> that is what should be in the dictionary for it. Uh, anyway, oh. right, shall we get on to the juiciest, the absolute wackiest ability in all of Valorant yep. at the given moment? Kill Contract, the ultimate of uh, ISO. You equip an interdimensional arena. How you're equipping it, I'm not really sure. Um, you fire to hurl a column of energy through the battlefield, pulling you and the first enemy hit into the arena. You and your opponent duel to the death. Uh, so if that's confusing to any of you, essentially you chuck out a, I don't know exactly how the size compares, but a fade ult sized area with the sole purpose of the first enemy that gets hit within that area is then pulled into a gulag with you. If you're a, a it's, uh, it's longer and skinnier than fatal. Got it. Longer and skinnier. It, I, I, it was a lot wider when I saw clips of it than I thought it was going to be that. Mm. Like you're probably, you're hitting someone with this ult. Yeah. yeah, But you, yeah. you're, you're probably going to hit someone unless like, yeah. unless you're just guessing. Like, like if no you're one's on this side at all or something. Yeah. Or like if you're in a one V one, you're just guessing like, Oh, they play in, Sorry, they playing elbow or like sorry, like I guess bind would be the example. Um like you're in a one v one on B site. You don't know if they're playing hooker or long. You can't get both. Like you gotta gamble on one. Would be the yeah. size thing there. Mm-hmm. Uh so essentially you get pulled into this arena and you might think, oh, is that just a fifty fifty? Well, not exactly, because when you, when you spawn in, you spawn in between two pieces of cover, whereas your opponent, when, when I say you, I'm meaning you're the ISO. As the ISO, you get two pieces of cover you can be behind, whereas your opponent only gets one. So essentially, uh, the opponent can peek from two angles, you can peek from four angles. Uh, and yeah, great. Well, I, the middle between the, the two cover is pretty equivalent, but they also don't drop immediately. Yeah. Um, Durka didn't really do this in his video, but Tens did quite a bit, and he'd push through that middle gap, mm-hmm. uh, and then could kind of be anywhere along where those two barriers reside, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, so barrier coverage advantage. Yeah, if if you if this if this is the first time that you're hearing about this ability, you might be wondering. Well, can you use abilities? Uh, What happens if you die while casting the ult? And I'm here to answer those questions. No, you cannot use abilities. It's unclear to me as of now. I don't know if you guys have any intel on this. If abilities that you've cast prior to going into it have an effect, most notably, do you still have your shield? You still have your shield. Okay, so you can have your shield while you're going. You can have your shield. Obviously gives you a massive advantage. Um, And Presumably... I was going to say, presumably Reyna Overheal would persist. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I. But you have max HP anyway, so. Yeah. Wait, it gives like, you max HP in the arena? Yes. Oh, yeah, you spawn in. Yeah, with in the arena, HP. you, you spawn with max HP. No, uh, I don't know if people. you spawn in with armor if you didn't have armor to begin with. I, 
I don't doubt that. No. Yeah, that would be kind of surprising yeah. if, if so. I don't know if you spawn it with armor, if you spawn it with armor to begin with. Uh, and then you also return when you... The winner returns back to the map, and they return at their previous HP. Like, you don't get to keep your HP from the... Or if you, like, get, take a body shot in there, you don't then lose 40 health or whatever. When yeah, you yeah, spawn. yeah. Yeah. So this, basically, uh, you can lose as the ISO player casting this, but one of the key factors in, in this, which can either really help or really harm you, is that, well, I guess not necessarily harm, but essentially that when there, there's a certain amount of time that elapses, no more than 15 seconds while you're taking this fight, because if neither player wins after 15 seconds, both players die. Which is kind of funny, and I was I was talking to Cass about this earlier. The only scenario in which I could see that happening would be if someone casts this on like a eco round, uh, where but where for whatever reason both you and the person you're dueling have pistols only, and you're late in the round, you're low on ammo, you both run out of ammo, and have to knife no. battle. That's the only scenario where I could possibly see it going longer than fifteen seconds. And even it's, then, it's still not. Unlikely. It's still not going fifteen seconds. I mean, it's going to happen at some point, but it seems like one in, like, 1,000 alts will result in both players dying. No, 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 no. One in, like, 10 million alts will result in both (laughs) players dying. Like, it's... Do you have any idea how long 15 seconds is? It's pretty long. Yeah, I'd say it's, like, more than 14 seconds and less than 16. Okay. But, like, we were just talking about how, like, (laughs) Brimsmokes in the last podcast felt like they lasted an eternity. Yeah. Yeah, Four extra seconds over Omen Smoke. Yeah. Four seconds in this game feels like a fucking eternity. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's four times that. Right. But where, where I was leading up to that is that uh, if you lose as ISO in your alt, it's not the end of the world for you because assuming you're using this while your team is aggressing towards the position of the enemy that you've alted, now that enemy is going to respawn uh, and your team will be all around them. Um, there are two things that I really don't know at the moment that I'm curious if you guys have info on. And one of them is when you're alting the enemy, do you get a clear picture of where they are when they're going into the arena? No. I don't believe so. I, I don't you think don't so get, either. Yeah. You don't get an know where they, are. where they are. But if you push up and take control of the space in which they were, there's a little icon thingy on the ground. That's what I, that was my second question. There is. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Oh. At least I believe there to be from. I haven't seen clips of this in game yet, mm-hmm. but given the like, Riot likes to put little Easter eggs in the game before they drop new agents. Um, in CT Spawn of Sunset, there used to be these little hexagonal things that existed. Oh, like geodesic hexagonal thingies in Spawn that you could see with ISO's purple color thing. I believe both players leave one of those on the battlefield as they get teleported to the Gulag. Interesting. Now, I will note that that is the same shape as the, uh, the fucking... Player card. Well, no, I was going to say also the undercut, the Q. So it's, it's yeah. there's potential that if that's the only evidence you're using, that it, it could be just indicating the you know his signature shape, which is used in his vulnerable thing. No, but it like it shows up on the ground, uh, like, okay, like I, I like, think you're perhaps. probably correct. I'm just kind of playing yeah. devil's advocate. Like I, sure, I tend sure, to believe sure, what you're sure. saying is true. So um, right. So the, whereas the point is that if you lose the duel, if you're exacting onto a site and you've you know isoed 
<laughs> that kill contracted the person on site, they should be very easy to trade by the rest of your team. Um, you've prevented them from doing anything to stop your team from taking site. Uh, and now they are just, you know, a sitting duck. Conversely, if you're on defense when you cast this ult, you've prevented one of the attackers from using util to take site, but now you've also prevented yourself from stopping the push, and now if the site is lost, you're going to be immediately killed when you, you know, respawn after winning the fight. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, sword in terms of how that works. Very uh, attacker yeah, or retake, basically aggressing friendly in terms of how that goes. So yeah, there we I go. didn't think about it like that, but I was gonna say in theory you'd hope that like if you're going or if you're using it to stop push, you'd hope there's teammates with you. Well, I mean, yes, but you're leaving your teammates site. in essentially, you know, like the, the key thing is like if you're on defense, you know, at max you have three players on site versus five of the enemy. So like mm-hmm. if you're taking one person out of it, you're still leaving a four v two on site. So if the team is committed to the hard push you know, nine times out of 10, your team is going to lose that fight. I uh, guess like, I, I think we're, cause it, it says it's the first person it hits. Yeah. Presumably that will be oftentimes whoever's going to entry. Um, yeah, that's true. So like you pull their jet or their rays. And then they're already project, stuck behind right? the smoke or something. Um, yeah. The, the team's stuck behind the smoke. It's like, well, who on their team's going to fucking entry now? Right, like in theory, the other defender on site should have an easier time holding them back from taking sight while this is taking place. Again, yeah. in theory, the killjoy could just fucking run through that smoke and big dick the other defender on site. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It can happen. It will happen if you play ISO. I fucking guarantee it. Yeah. Um. Some random person on the enemy team who has no business fucking pushing into sight first will go through that smoke and will kill the other defender and then just get a free kill on you. Yeah. Even if you win that. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. The ults... <laughs> I, I like it. It is a very <laughs> cool ult. Uh, it seems yeah. fun. It's, it's very it is kind of cool. How it has massive potential to be really good for you and also some significant potential to be a total throw to use, which is somewhat unique. Uh, there are certainly other ults that have some component of that, but this has a very strong component of that. Yeah, where you're like, you straight up just die if this duel doesn't right, go well. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're done. You're. It's like yes. saying, I'm going to take this duel now, and we're going to make it kind of fair. Yeah, and while it equalizes health, it does not equalize the guns. <laughs> so if you no. have certain guns <laughs> versus mm-hmm. other, the guns of your opponent, you could be heavily disadvantaged. You know, if you're if you're rocking a uh, a specter, you pop this against the enemy opper. Like you're not winning the fight. Yeah, <laughs> the opper probably might win that. What? Yeah. What, what That's the like the op might be the last gun I want to go into that thing with. Well, I mean, if, if you have a shield up and you do it, then maybe it's still pretty solid. Uh, oh, if you have a shield up and you're going to use the opper, they're yeah. fucked. They're fucked. They're yeah, actually yeah. fucked. <laughs> But, like, no, 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 like, just in general, I don't want to go into that thing against the op. Or, I mean, I don't want to go, I don't want to be caught going into this thing when I have an op. Right, right. Like, if I'm playing Jet or Chamber and I get ISO'd and I have an op in my hands. Yeah, you just have to try to hard read. Yeah, like, yeah, right, flick, flick, hard read or flick. Or like, flick. Or flick. Yeah, 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 sure. But, like, that's a tough shot. It, I mean, it's it's a pretty 
okay distance. It's not like you're right up on each other. So the, the specter is yeah. not going to be great in that instance either, or like a stinger. No, okay. Well, as um, oh god, I, th- I think it was Sliggy. Uh, it was like reviewing Durka's footage of this, and he believes the or that a judge is going to actually be a phenomenal weapon to bring into the alt. Really? Because he thinks you can close the gap while those barriers are still up. Fast if the enough. other person doesn't peek. No, even if the other person does peek. Like, you can just close that distance so quick. Interesting. That, like, you you will be in judge range. Um, now, no, like, Tens and Durka aren't buying judges and then using the alt. So yeah. we don't know. I, I, yeah. will, I will say, uh, one, there's some potential as well, particularly if you have the shield up, to actually bring a Bucky into it. And the reason being that the Bucky actually has a significantly longer range than the Judge does. So, you know, if you don't quite get the distance closed correctly and you can absorb the first shot with your shield, like, I I was telling Cassis earlier, I think the Bucky is somewhat underrated in how far out it can one-tap someone. Um, Obviously, the big issue with it is that it, when there are multiple people pushing you, you have to be really careful with your shots to keep, you know, getting kills, unlike the judge, where you can just hold down mouse one, and it has no range whatsoever beyond, you know, the short to very close medium. But, like, I, for, it, along those lines, I think a Bucky could be, be decent in that scenario. Uh, There's also, like, a slight sidebar here, but, like, maybe the judge shouldn't be full auto. Like, yeah. is it really a nerf that, like, you have to click... <laughs> Yeah, you gotta click mouse one again and again. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm gonna be honest, when I first started playing this game, I didn't know the judge was full auto. It, it, it actually took me a while to figure that out as well. Like, I'll be I, honest. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I didn't know you could just hold down mouse one. I knew it pretty um, immediately because I, I, I tried it and it <laughs> shot again. But, <laughs> yeah. it, like, there's, I don't think there's a, like, drawback to it being full auto. I think it's kind of the same. Like, yeah. who the fuck cares? Okay, well, now, oh, man, okay, I'm going to take you way back into the days of Modern Warfare 2 here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm leaving chat. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, down, I'm down to hear this. Let's, let's see. Let's hear okay, it. Like, the Barrett 50 cal being a, a, a sniper in the game, um, not one many people used because the intervention was in that game, but like, it had no fire rate cap. So yeah. as fast as you could hit mouse one, that gun fired. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you could either mod your controller, or I suppose you could macro your PC, and you could mag dump. Right. All eight bullets of that fucking sniper going out at once, and just use it like a shotgun. Only cap um, by your FPS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but then there were other guns in which you could realistically pull the trigger too fast on a controller... Uh, and when the gun couldn't fire that second shot yet. And so if you didn't have the cadence down... And it wasn't down, input queuing, so you, you mm-hmm. yeah, not fire. There's no input. Yeah. So if you don't have the cadence down, it would actually miss that input, and then you'd have to pull the trigger again to fire shot number two. Yeah, um, so about it, Valorant does input queue, right? Or does it? I don't know. No? Like if you mash if you mash guard your guardian twice, does it fight? No, I don't think it does. I yeah, never mind, never mind. I don't think it does. I don't know if a human can realistically fire the guardian fast enough to like I'm not sure if the fire rate is a limitation on the guardian. 
If that uh, makes you can sense. definitely pull the trigger faster that you can definitely mash your your mouse faster than the guardian can fire. Okay, maybe. Yeah, but like if I were you know if I mash my mouse like four times, I'm not then sitting there while the guardian goes off four times. True, true. So like, is it maybe there's a slight input queue window, but it doesn't stack more than one? I, I don't know. I, let let us know in the Discord if you if you know how this works. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just thinking like. You know, maybe you gotta learn what the judge cadence is if you want to use the judge. Yeah, the judge cadence is bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind that as a nerf. If that would get the streamers to stop whining about the judge, then I would be all for it. It will. It's not going to make any difference. Yeah. It probably won't. The only reason people bring it up is because they're like, "Oh, full auto shotgun in the game," right? Like, right, it's just right. another thing to say in that tone. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they killed the shorty. Congratulations. Great job. The gun went from, as we discussed on podcast, yeah. not being a menace to being pretty irrelevant thanks to the changes that the streamers begged. Yeah, it's dog shit. Riot for. Yeah. I uh, mean, yeah. I, I it's can okay. see the... Yeah, like, I, it's, it's okay, still not... Sure. It, no, like, ah, dude, there's so many times I've died now that I feel like I should have gotten the kill. And then I'm fucking malding at it. Yeah, they they did the, they did the initial stinger nerf wombo combo of increased price while making the gun shit, <laughs> which yeah, is like, just such a terrible way to. I mean, it's it's the right formula of really kill something that's viewed as a problem. It's just that the, the shorty really wasn't a problem. People were just you know salty about it. Yeah, I I guess this is like my view on all shotguns in this game is like tighten the spread, make the guns worse. Right, yes, I'm aware. Yeah. Like, make make the shotgun more consistent, more reliable, make it worse. Yeah, they, they tightened the spread like so tight that it could almost be like like a sheriff like bullet like one I, bullet. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. it's a lug. Yeah, Cass yes. and I were discussing this um, off pod, but like if if I if I had to accept that the judge was going to be nerfed to oblivion and therefore we just consider it removed from the game. I would be okay with well, one thing that would be kind of interesting is if they increase the Bucky in price by like it's nine hundred fifty now, right? I want to say yeah, something like that. yeah. If they if they increase it to fifteen hundred credits, and then the right click basically gave you a sheriff shot. So there would yeah. be some differences to it, but you know you had a very oh, God, solid that, option. I, yeah. I I think that'd be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I think that'd be, be very 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 good. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, want I think I also removed, think the Bucky's eight fifty, isn't it? I don't recall. I think I think you're right. I think it is. I think I don't yeah. Know. I think you're eight fifty. Yeah. So maybe you put it at four. Can't buy it during pistol round. Yeah. Yeah. But either, either way, I, I think that could be very interesting. Uh, we're getting very mm-hmm. off topic from uh. We are. Yeah. yeah. yeah ISO's ISO, gulag yeah. shit. Yeah. Yes. ISO in the gulag. I think we covered everything I wanted to mention there. But I was very careful so far to not bog down our discussion of the abilities to save all of my opinions. But maybe it's time to, you know, open up to, first of all, just, like, gut takes, how good is this agent? What are our general opinions on it? Well, I mean, you've spilled your guts in the Discord already. Yes. I was I like, yeah, Hunt, Hunter is saving nothing for Paul. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, People are poking been... me. People are poking the bear. What am I going to do? Yeah. Say, Listen to the podcast first? No. Um, I think I think he is not very good. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not like one of those agents where they come out and we're like, oh my god, incredible, and then they end up being, like, not very good. I feel like this is like a a, a meh 
Like, they're cool. Like, he's really cool. I like the abilities. But I don't think he's going to be very good. He's probably not going to be very good at the pro scene. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless there's, like, some really cool strategies that people cook up in, like, with using his utilities in ways we're not really seeing at the moment. Which is very possible, too. But, like, I think I could see that as, like, a, you know, a, a lower ranked team kind of off pick ISO just because they have a crack duelist that's going to aim duel people. Yeah. I, know, I see it as like he's not as good at Reyna in terms of being the like the smurf pick. The yeah. I am better than you kind yeah. of agent. But he also has more team util than Reyna does. Yeah. Um he has little this wall. Bit. He has this wall that other people can entry behind along with you. He has these. Uh, he has the, the paranoia styled vulnerable, which is nice for side execs. Like I, I think he sits in between a like a a jet raise entry and a arena selfish pick. Well, I think like, he's I think more he's similar to Phoenix between. on entry because of the wall. Perhaps, but yeah. I, I okay, I, and I, no I movement ability. It's like, do I think that he's going to be used in pro play? No, not really. And that has a lot to do with the fact that I don't think he can. He might not deserve a slot, so to speak, in a pro yeah. play team comp. But from a ranked perspective, I think he's. I think he's better than people are making him out to be. I think um, he's going to be outside of all the of memes, play because he's cool. I don't think he's good. Okay, right like, I, I think he's better than people making out to be, and I get it, he's gonna get played because, well, the alt seems fun. Um, but I, I I don't think it's as bad as everybody's making out to be, and especially in Ranked, where people play Double Duelist all the fucking time. Yeah, no, I think that's fine. Like, I, I think the big issue comes down to uh, I guess the one ability that w- when we were talking, we didn't actually divulge opinions on because we then kind of threw that rule out the window as we were talking about the other abilities um but the first one the his his like signature yeah. shield thing is dog shit amen i don't think it amen. is amen yes. i really don't think it is here's here's the thing i was thinking a lot about that a lot about this ability this week almost every other signature ability in the game has two to three steps required to get value out of that ability uh, you know, for a smoke agent, it's you need to be able to drop the smoke, you, you need to be able to place it, and then it has to be in a position where it's helping your team not have to worry about a particular angle as much. With, like, you know, raise nade, you have to be able to get the nade to a position you want to get it, and that position has to be valuable to clear out or it needs to tag an enemy. Uh, even if you get up to, like, jet, where there's a timer involved, you have to be able to pop the dash, you have to get into an engagement while that dash is active, and then you have to have the situation be such that it's useful to dash out. This what has about like pre nerf chat. What? What about pre nerf chat? Well, why well, is that real dash? I'm talking yeah, about it's even less steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's even better. This requires five steps. You have to first, you know, pop the ability and encounter an engagement in that time frame, that initial time frame. Then you have to get the kill. 
then you have to have you have to have the time to shoot the orb without getting peaked by someone else. That's a big thing where he's way worse than Reyna and Jet in that one v X scenario. Before he has the shield, he is has no real help in that. And then you have to once you have the shield, get into another fight. You know, if the round ends before you get into another fight, or you know, for whatever reason you just don't take one, it did nothing, does nothing for, for you, you. Yeah. right? And then. Point number, and then even if you do get into a duel, you have to get into a duel where that shield actually matters. In plenty of situations where, you know, someone gets the jump on you, you get damaged by, you know, one bomblet of a raise nade before you get into that. The shield is going to be irrelevant even once you have it in a bunch of rounds, and that's after you go through all of those steps to get there. So, like, yeah, there will be some rounds where you're popping off and you reflect, refresh your shield multiple times, you block op shots, you block raise rockets, and you feel like a badass, but, like, those rounds are going to be few and far between. Like, it is so Wait. incredibly conditional. <laughs> And there are so many rounds where it does nothing for you that I really think it's a bad ability. I, okay, I, I feel like you're looking at that perhaps in the wrong way. And I think you need to be considering about what that shield then allows you to do. It allows you to play in a playstyle that is just inherently more aggressive. And any, what on, like, what on paper would have been a 50-50 that you're now entering is like a 70-30. Now maybe at it blocks, it blocks I one I bullet. Maybe, that. maybe at R Elo it's not. Yeah. Not like, even, yeah. Because in the majority, what? like at, especially at like higher Elos, if you can make this work, right? Like the, the majority of gunfights are going to end in a headshot, and it's just hitting that headshot. Yeah. Well, now you get so two chances at that. Well, possibly, but only if the like the uh, uh, opponent was going to get the headshot on you immediately. If they were going to get like body body head like most like a like, lot of a lot of duels being, yeah. at our elo, it doesn't do shit for you because they still spray body body head and it just goes body yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And even in pro play, like you know, I'm thinking the site I'm picturing is Haven uh, A site just because that's the site that's in all the videos I have auto playing on Twitter with his abilities. Um, and you know, suppose you're like, oh yeah, I got my ISO shield. Let's go. I'm gonna go push CT when normally I wouldn't do that. Like, you know what pros do a lot? They spam those angles. And, like, especially if you know that you're playing an ISO who might be getting ag aggressive with the shield, there's a good chance you're going to catch a stray bullet before you actually get to the point of that duel. You know, what, you know what else is great about having the shield? What's that? I can play headshot angles. Sure. Okay. The only way you're hitting me is in the head. And well, I get sure. a second lease on life. But you've already got to have been there, gotten a kill, and then have somebody else peek you into that in, where yeah. it, for it to be useful. Which is, right. like, maybe well, or, like the icebox yeah. headshot angle, but like... Uh, bind, you're, you're pushing out of showers, you get a kill in bind, right? You hit that orb, you got that shield, you jump up on those uh, things right outside of showers, and you stare over that new triple into CT. I didn't realize that was a headshot angle. Interesting. That's I don't just think a I've straight headshot that. angle. Very cool. Sure. Yeah. Cool. But, like, I feel like you're probably just going to get that kill anyway. Regardless I've, of your shield. Yeah. And, you know, you get flashed yeah, off. I've lost that on both sides of the coin. <laughs> but, like, it, yeah. Yeah. It just, it's not that much value. 
Right. Like, you know, how often are they just going to run out CT without using some sort of flash or util? I don't know. But also, you get two of them, and as I hypothesized earlier, it seems like you might get a little stim buff action going on, too. Yeah, I mean, Um, the the stim is a bit of a game changer, but I just really don't think it's going to be in the game, so I'm kind of excluding that from my analysis. Because if the stim is there, like, having an on-demand stim is pretty massive, and that would definitely change my opinion of the ability. Yeah, that's just brimstone. Yeah, I mean, I I love the stim beacon on Brimstone as as well established on Pod. So, like, if there's a stim involved, my opinion changes drastically about this ability, Um, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to how much. Yeah, because then it slightly advantages you you even more in the duels, which is fine. That's like aggressive playstyle, but it's just a worse Reina, way worse Reina. Yeah, but you have more team Utah. Right, but like hardly, but like hardly the biggest issue. No, I feel like you have like I feel like the fucking the C is good. And the undercuts are also solid. I don't know about that. Like, the big thing... Yeah, but Reina, has, Reina, Reina, has, Reina has one team ability. Reina has the Leer. Yeah. Like, the biggest thing for me you is got that... Two. As we've As I've discussed, like, there are so many steps required for the E, the, the uh, double tap, and I just don't think the rest of his kit sets him up all that well to get that first kill versus other duelists. Because he does quite well. You've I really don't vulnerable. think so. You got the vulnerable, but you have to then, you know, have someone else get info for you on a player. You have to then throw it no, and then you just not fucking, move. You just, you just chuck your vulnerable into sight and you fucking run in, you run in there, you run and gun them. It takes two body shots to kill. Yeah, but you don't necessarily know where they're going to be. I mean, there are plenty of situations. No, you don't get off because you got your fucking wall. The wall blocks the op shot. And the, I think the, I think the wall shit. people are incredibly overrating because, for one thing, you get one of them. For two, you don't really get spammed through a harbor wall, like a harbor cascade, very much because you're more counter-spammable than likely to succeed in your spam because there's not one spot people are going to be behind the wall. And if you're spamming through it, assuming you don't have a, you know, suppressed weapon at the time, you know, it's very clear where you are. Um, and any sort of, like, basically the, the points at which using the... Um, fuck, well, I have to re- remember what its name is. The contingency uh, are often points that are chokes. At w- and you this thing goes very quickly and then it's gone. So any sort of molly or any sort of stall utility that's thrown in response to that will fuck up the value of it. Like, its value highly depends on you being able to just run behind it and clear close angles while avoiding the long angles. And the, the amount of times you'll be able to actually do that without getting countered in some way are minimal. Like, for an actual, like, site exec. Uh, I think you're wrong. W- w- how, how am I wrong? Are you, th- you, th- you think, you know, Chase is going to be there I on site as Brimstone and not molly off, like, Garage on Split when people are pushing out with the wall? Yeah, but yeah, I'm, of course, through, I'm, I'm through, that through the wall. Or, like, I'm through the molly, I mean. Why? Like, I'm throwing that wall up and I'm right fucking behind that shit. Well, as soon as, as, soon as there's people down there, I have that smoked off and mollied. Yeah, then I wait for your Molly to disappear, and you don't have a Molly anymore. Like, well, you smoke, you I've, smoke I've done off my garage. job. You well, smoke right. off garage, you drop your Molly there. I wait a couple of seconds for the Molly to disappear. What is it, eight? Wait that for eight seconds. It's a long seconds. time. Yeah, Molly lasts I throw my thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 like, I put my wall up. I'm running out through that smoke. And I'm taking the duel with anybody who's fucking close. I think right the wall is the best part of his kit, to be honest. Other than the ult, but like if we're talking about the other like three yeah. abilities, like I think I think the wall is the best. The vulnerable, like fine, maybe because you have two of them, it like you can get a little bit more value out of that, or like you don't have to be as precise with it. But 
Um, like, I, I think that, yes, it's better than a harbor wall because in that instance, like, if there was an opera behind the harbor wall and you're kind of running through, like, a long haven, like these videos are on, yeah. it makes a lot of sense to throw that wall down because the opera would just shoot behind. It's like a pretty narrow choke. They're probably going to get the kill, right? So it's better in that instance for, for like, you know, cascading onto site. Um, yeah. But it's kind of the same ability otherwise. Yeah, but it's a better cascade. Oh my god, that is not so better than Cascade. <laughs> the, the Cascade... Uh, being, I don't think it's better than Cascade. Yeah, the Cascade being stoppable at any point along the way, oh, and then sure, providing sure, lasting cover, yeah. that is a massive benefit to Cascade. Okay, so you might need to have a lineup to get it to stop. You know, I guess it doesn't really stop. It, it doesn't, doesn't stop. It just, it, it, there's no way to yeah, stop okay. it. It just well, continues like, until it disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and here's oh, the thing as well. Like, I mentioned oh, volleys. Like, That's just one of the pieces of util. You know, if I'm on site on split, Chase is, you know, in mid, you know, I'm like, oh, everyone's running behind this. Sky flash through right as it's about to pass me. So it passes me and then everyone is flashed. I mean, like, it just is such a, like, readable I mean, you have never, You have never timed a sky flash that well in your life. That's so easy to time. Like that <laughs> yeah, is the yeah. easiest Go situation to time. Yeah. Right. Like if, if I fuck that up, then I need to stop you, How many times sky. today did you miss your fucking sky timer? Oh, yeah, this is not a like one or two once, times. But once, like yeah. I don't have to worry also, about that if it's going through a wall right in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, it's directly in front of you. I feel like yeah, there's a lot of counters to it, which is fine. Yeah. Like, ability I, should have yeah. a lot of counters to them. Right. I don't think it's a terrible ability. I just don't think it sets him up for that initial kill all that well, especially by comparison to other duelist abilities. Like, I think if you give... Neon is a bit of a weird situation who's the first to come to mind, given that she has speed, and if you gave him, you know, super speed, then that, you know, that's kind of a whole different thing. But, like, any sort of flash or, you know, movement ability like Raze has, I think all of that would be far better. Not that I'm saying he should have those, but, like, all of those would set him up far better for that initial kill than the wall. Yeah. I, like, I just think yeah. that his... The, the double-tap ability, the getting the shield... There's too many steps involved to get the shield. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yes, it would like, be really nice in some rounds. Not many yeah. rounds. <laughs> yeah. Like... Uh, why do you have to play aim labs after you get the kill? Like, why, why can't why can't I just rehit the button like Reina can to dismiss, and then I, I get the I shield? Like, I feel like you should. Or well, like maybe we'll get there after. Like you know, they're worried about introducing an agent that's too strong. But yeah, I feel like you could just get the shield after he gets a kill. Yeah, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Or like you have to hit the button, but you don't have to like aim at it and like yeah, move yeah, your crosshair yeah. away from the angle to click it. Because, like, I did, I saw Durka get killed by that multiple times in his video of, like, oh, he, you know, moved to shoot the thing, and then somebody else swung from the other angle, and then he, he died, right. right? Yeah. And this is fucking Durka. He makes the agent look broken. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, like, that's that's the thing that, Cass, you've said this, and some people in the Discord have been like, oh my god, the pros are making him look so good. Launch Yoru looked incredible, like, the best yeah, agent yeah, in no, the no, game. Yeah, no, no, I get that, I get and that. And he was, the two Launch people, Yoru was not good. The, the two people that I have seen play this agent are Durka and Tense. Right, right, Who exactly. are disgusting at aim lapse routines. Like... Well, and, uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and aside from the fact that they're good aimers, like, the thing with both him and Launch Yoru is that these are some very new mechanics in the game, and people will take time to get used to how to deal with them. So, like, will he be catch some people off guard and situationally be good? Yeah, sure. But, like, over time, and I don't even think very much time, I think he's going to be very counterable. 
like, I think he's going to be fun to play still. I don't like, yeah. I think he's going to be fun to play. And I think Cass, you're going to enjoy playing him. Cause you're going to like fucking love the old and be like, I'm going to fucking take <laughs> oh, this. Yeah. Tool. yeah. Like I literally yeah. stopped what I was doing during my work day and called Cass as soon as I heard, learned about the old, because I was like, this <laughs> is, this is the Cass alt. And that's what I will be calling it. <laughs> um, he's about to cast them. Yeah, because I mean, so many. How many times on podcasts has, has Cass talked about how he wants more one v one aim duels? Like yeah. it's like one of Cass's yeah. biggest things, and here it is as it all. They introduced a one v one aim duel map into the game, and it's uh, yeah. it's within yeah. an ability. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna drag Hunter into a custom. I'm just gonna take just turns ulti- like, so yeah. Yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we will totally do that. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just isolate each other again and again, be like, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. Which obviously, like, dude, that's gonna feel good when you get isolated and you fucking tap him. Oh, them. dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be the best feeling ever. Yeah. I'm sure that's gonna be a very satisfying feeling until you spawn back in and you're just dead. Yeah. Yeah, but who's to say that you're gonna be dead? No, Chamber, but I, I, I no, like, <laughs> No, I'm just thinking of a situation where I get ISO alted, like, I kill the ISO, and then there's just, like, a killjoy standing behind me as I spawn back in, knife in hand. Yeah, we've been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty, that's gonna be killjoy as you spawn back in. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay, kind of an aside, but similar, uh, I think I'm about 0 for 10 on killing omens when they stick their ult recently. It, yeah. it is it is ridiculous. I cannot kill the fucking stationary omen because what I will yeah. try to do is like I'll be like, oh, they're ulting right right next to me, like right outside the smoke or whatever, and so I'll wait until like it's the very last second where I'm like, though they're sticking this shit, and then I'll swing out and they tap me every fucking time. Yeah, I and it like is a, a gunfight where I am heavily advantaged. But it's okay, just, there's it's also not a it. there's also a timing window and like. Omen can still see what is going on, but, like, the card's on the table. You they can't, can't take it back now. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a very, there, there, there is a window which, like, you can no longer cancel Omen all. Like, it, it, it's going through. Yeah, that's, um, where I'm, that's where I'm swinging, is in that window. I guess that also means they have a second to, like, you know, line up where they're going to shoot me from. Oh, yeah. But, maybe, but like, I don't know, like, one of the things that I do wish was more clear on Omen is, like, when he is where he is. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's a thing where like when he's tele- or like when he's like mid even his like C ability after step that Shrouded sounds wrong step. shadow shadow step Shrouded Shrouded step. Shrouded step. Shrouded step. there we go there yeah. we go um when he's like mid doing that like there are times when I'm spamming where he was originally and I get the kill and I'm like oh, I didn't think I was yeah. gonna get that one uh, versus there are times when like I think I'm gonna get it and then like I don't or, like I. Maybe I hit him like forty or whatever. I shot him in the toe or something. Could be a thing um, thing as yeah. well. But. Yeah, it might be a yeah. thing too. But I, I just wish it was just more clear when an omen is where because I understand what you're talking about. Like when an omen TPs directly in front of you, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, exactly when do I start shooting? Right. Yeah. Because like, if I shoot too early and he's still mm-hmm. intangible, um, well now my recoil is all fucked up, and I don't know where the bullet's going. But if I shoot too late, well, then maybe I'm giving him time to one-tap me. So, like, I, I get where you're coming from. Well, I mean, you'd cancel the ult if you shot it too early. No, I'm not talking about the ult. I'm talking about the shrouded step. Oh, the shrouded step, like, yeah. Yeah, I had a very... Like, similar concept to the ult. It's just, like, having yeah. some clarity in, like, exactly when it is that he is there and then he can be shot at. 
it's kind of the same thing that I'm asking for with Raisnade. Just, like, give me some clarity on, like, where and when I'm taking damage. Um, and, you know, like, they, they... Riot has come out so many times and said that they want to clean up the clarity of the game. You know, it's what they were doing with the fucking smokes that we talked about. I don't know how many times we discussed you and the (laughs) The stuff bounces. There's no way to, like, preview where it's going to land. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess they could model it out in advance and then... You you know how the six-pack of Molotovs work in Risk of Rain? Yeah, those bounce, like, once. Yeah, but show me the fucking ring! But the ring is show constantly moving. the fucking moving. ring of the race tape. Yeah, then move the fucking ring constantly. That's not that helpful. <laughs> like, Raisnade is already a smoke. Yeah, that's that You is can't true. see through a Raisnade. It's already a smoke. Fucking muddy that shit up as much as you need. It already blocks line of sight. All right, we discussed this a lot. I don't know how much we're dragging <laughs> out this topic again. I get, I get where you're coming from. I just disagree. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. my point was that you know it's possible you you come out of the uh, the isol and then you just tap the people that are standing there waiting to kill you anyway. Right, Maybe. right, right. It's it's possible. I guess we don't know if you have to go through that like gun pull on animation. You know when you like yeah, who knows? Up, yeah, because there's there's like there's like three phases. There's like the full pull out, like the half pull out, and then there's like the immediate equip, which all have different rules mm-hmm. in the game in terms of when they happen. Um. Which I think is kind of funny because like every time you pull your vandal back out, right? Like you cock the the gun back. Mm-hmm. Now, if this were again like a realistic scenario, like well, you'd be pulling a bullet out of that every time you fucking equip your gun. Yeah. <laughs> assuming assuming there's a bullet in the chamber ready. Yeah. To go. Also, in uh, a which... realistic game, you'd be discarding bullets whenever you reload. Without yeah, that is true. Bullets left well, I know there was um there was one COD game where they put that in, and then it was like a perk you could equip where like you get to keep the bullets. Interesting. Or like there were two reloads, or maybe it was something like there were two reloads, and like this was after I stopped playing COD, so I, I don't know exactly. I just remember it being a thing. Or like you could like double tap the reload button, and it would pull out your mag and put it into like a brand new mag, but then you'd keep the mag that you had. And, like, so you'd keep those bullets, but it'd take yeah. longer to do. Or you could, like, faster reload and just, like, drop that magazine. That's a mechanic like, in Tarkov. Yeah. It's a mechanic in Tarkov because, uh, yeah, you, you can right. literally drop your mag on the ground that, mm-hmm. like, fast reload. Yeah. Um, or you can, like, take that mag out because bullets are, like, an economy in that game. Like, you have to specifically yes. load each clip with bullets before you load in, like, a yeah. type of bullet and an amount of that bullet. Um, so if you just fast reload and you drop that on the ground, like you have to go back and pick that up or you just leave it there forever. Mm. Um, or like you can put the mag back in your like stash in your Mm. pack, like the, the half full one and, and and reequip a, a new like full mag. But then you would like, if you need to, you still have like a half full mag to, to go back to. Could you then later reequip like the 14 bullets left in the mag or whatever? Yes. Yeah, you can take your mag, or you can put more in there, top it off. Whichever. Well, I guess you can repack mags too. So, like, you could also like go hide in a bush and like mm-hmm. take those bullets and put them into a different mag to make one like more full. If you have like okay, okay. yeah, and, and it takes ones. like a realistic amount of time to do. So you can spend like literally like <laughs> minutes like repacking your mag. <laughs> in the middle of the game. <laughs> Especially yeah. if you have like it's also really guns. fun because yeah. So, some people like to uh, to just bring bullets and like a couple of mags in, but they'll like instead of bringing like a bunch of backup mags. Mm-hmm. They'll just bring a back of bullets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then you'll like go and have to hide and then pack your bullets into your magazines before you can shoot your gun again. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Which takes a while sometimes. 
But yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever loaded a mag in real life, but like it, it takes. Yes, a... I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would. Nope. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Like I know, <laughs> nope, I, was gonna I, say, like, I know Chase is from Idaho, but you being in the, um, it's not West Point. Oh, Naval Academy. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense that you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've also just enjoyed shooting guns from Boy Scouts and other stuff. Like I would have done it even yeah. if I hadn't gone to the Naval Academy. But yeah, you know, it's it's a kind of. You know, as you can get faster at it, the better you are. But like, you know, it's a mm-hmm. small thing going in a small spot. Like, you know, yeah, like it's gonna take you some time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know the. Okay, just moving back to ISO here. Hmm. I feel like hey, he's got the opposite take that usually happens. Like, usually when a new agent comes out, everybody talks about exactly how busted they're gonna be. I'm like, holy fuck, this is broken. Like, what is Riot doing? Yeah. Like, this is so. Like, this is insane, yada, 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 and I guess that didn't happen with Deadlock, because Deadlock yeah, was like, weird, kind of like, shit. We literally had this exact same conversation with Deadlock, saying, like, oh, usually we think they're all broken, yeah. but this one's not. And then she was actually dog shit, which I yeah, think might yeah. be the same here. I, I think ISO's not gonna be his dog shit. Like, okay, I mean... I think I think I'm the biggest deadlock I'm deadlock. I think I'm the biggest ISO hater in our server, and uh I don't think she he's going to be as bad as Deadlock. I think Deadlock is still the worst agent in the game, just to be clear. Yeah. I agree, that's quite a bar. It yeah. is, it really is. Quite a low bar to uh to jump over, but like mm-hmm. I could see him, especially in a ranked lobby, having a very reasonable both pick rate and win rate as a secondary duelist. I just think the other secondary duelists provide so much more in terms of, especially at the rank level, aggression. Like, being able to actually, you know, force your way into positions. Uh, Flashes. Well, so, like, yeah. okay. But at this point, and this has a lot, like, or a little bit to do with, like, how you make use of your skill set as, like, based off the agent you play, right? Yeah. Like, if you're really good at... Well, I like opping. Therefore, I play Jet and Chamber. Right? Yeah. Or, like, you are... You're you're better at... Um, you're better at just, like, you know... Like, raw, standard CSGO-style entry. You pick a Phoenix. Right? You molly off an angle, flash. Yeah. Flash another angle. Push your way in flick your crosshair back and forth, clear angles, like, um, I, I feel like you can pick your agent that kind of, or more so that, like, based on your agent selection choices, you can kind of tailor that to, like, what your skills are in the game. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like, but it goes both ways. So, like, I feel like you're not necessarily going to pick ISO outside of him just being new and in the game and, like, you're like, oh, I want to try this new agent. I feel like after he's been around for a bit, like, you're not going to pick him if, like, aim isn't really, like, your, or, like, thing, kind of. Like, if you're a big aim lapse kind of guy, I feel like ISO leads very well into that. Now, is he the best agent you could pick? Maybe not. But maybe Randy got insta-locked over you. So now you got to pick the secondary duelist. I, I think will Randy's already your secondary duelist because they're not a movement character, but... Yeah, not necessarily in ranked though. That's very much a yeah. meta thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say, Cass, you're mentioning that you know ISO is really good if you're good with the aim, the aim labs. 
I, I will say, uh, as this podcast has been going, I've been uh, toying with a very devious idea, which is that I become an ISO main, and I return to my roots as a Valorant player, where I buy Odin exclusively and Singer and Odin. <laughs> because honestly, his kit kind of synergizes well with wait, both wait, of those guns. Well, hold on. Yeah. You're not going to have bullets left after you kill one person and shoot their thing. With a stinger? With a stinger. I can swap to a different gun. I, I can go grab their gun. I don't have to use the stinger for the whole round. Like, I'm talking about buying okay. the you know, stinger and over. Yeah, it's not okay, like okay. I never refuse to swap ever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the exact opposite of Aim Labs. <laughs> but, like, his kit synergizes well with those to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we'll see if it really is the best. But Yeah, just like mag dumping. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah I mean, maybe. Well, because like, both of those guns, you know, they don't one tap to the head, so having mm-hmm. a shield is that much more valuable because you prevent yourself from being one tapped initially, and you can yeah. let the DPS of those weapons kick in. It is I'm, in theory, like it's. I still don't. That's not changing my opinion on if he's good. It just that he could mm-hmm. be fun to use with those guns. Also, I, I'm sure I'm gonna bald at some point about this, but when I like, I have an op in my hands and oh, shoot yeah. an ISO and yes. it doesn't die, <laughs> like, yeah, he, ISO is a terrible opper, but incredibly good uh, anti-op. Well, well incredibly good he when he has. I don't his know shield. if he is. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, like I say, incredibly yeah, good, like to relatively first, speaking. Right? Yeah, he, he's really good when I'm trying to retake with an op. Yeah, but if I'm trying to retake with an op, fucking everybody's good. That's true. Yeah, you're bad. Yeah, yeah. like, like retaking with an op is suboptimal. There are uh, so many people that have brought up op shots. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, so I many people have sense. brought up op shots as like a big thing with the yeah. shields. Like, oh my god, right. you can tank an op shot, but like you're dying to the op as the first engagement most of the time. Yeah, right, right. And that first kill, if you get it, is got to be on the opper. So <laughs> fuck right. your shield, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could see it like this is mostly to counter uh, like attacking ops. There's a post plant down. Let's take Haven C Wong here. I have an op Haven C Wong. You kill my teammate on site. You get the shield thingy. Well, this is very suboptimal for me. <laughs> Because oh, you yeah. can kind of, you can kind of, like, assuming we're now in a 1v1, you can kind of just Oh, stick. yeah. Yeah, you can stick. You can stick because second, you can tank least, yeah. that, well, you can tank that shot, and now I have to cycle the bolt. You can yeah. probably get half. Yeah, that's And true. I'm probably not going to stand there in the middle of the angle after I hit that shot on you, assuming I hit my first shot, right? Well, especially if the op is smoked and they're, like, spam shot, like, spam op shotting, right? Yeah, Which, you know, will often hit and kill the the diffuser, but like if you just have a, you know, one one shot. Yeah, because I probably like if I don't see the kill icon show up, I'm probably moving my crosshair a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, oh well, like yeah, they're on spike, but like I missed. Like clearly, I got to move my crosshair. But no, I'm thinking even if there's no smoke, like you can sit there. You can probably half spike in the amount of time it takes me to swing, shoot you, unpeak, cycle that bolt, and swing back out. You can probably get half. And then you could also just, like, be anywhere. Like, ready to take that duel with me as I have to reswing. Yeah. Yes, cherry pick situation, but, like... Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm not arguing against involved. that because I fully <laughs> agree that, that there are some situations in which... You know, double tap is this is you know 
the ideal signature where you would prefer no other signature in the game in that situation once you have your mm-hmm. shield against an opera. It's just that there's so much required to get to that point yeah. uh, that it's not that situation is not happening very often in most well, situations. I can also see him as like another good agent for um uh what is it? Like when a raise on the enemy team pops alt and I'm playing chamber or chat. Yeah. Like I am trying to bait myself almost because I know I can get out. I'm like, yeah, I want so the you can do the same right? thing. Yeah, you can do the same thing, right? It's like I want the raise to shoot the rocket at me because as Jed, I can either updraft or like dash out of that situation or potentially both. Uh, as Chamber, if I'm in my TP radius, I can TP out. But it's like I'm pushing forward and being like trying to make myself as obvious as possible to be like, "Hey, Ray, shoot me, shoot me." Um, and yeah, I still but, can kind of do the same thing. Yeah, yeah but he has to have gotten the kill first. Yeah, so I've gotten the kill first. The other two like, ones, yeah, but. also, like, if a raise is flying in and ISO has a shield up, like, you win that. Definitely. Like, race is flying through the air, which oftentimes when a raise is flying through the air, you usually get a shot off or two. And you're trying to hit the headshot, but maybe you don't get it. You, get, you like, just don't have to worry damage. about... The, the the rocket killing you, which is yeah, like, really yeah, nice, obviously. Right, right. Yeah, like, in a situation I, I, that's probably not going to be very very common because you have to have gotten the kill first with your ability up already. Yeah, and then have shot the little orb before. And the like, reason so many cells that you're not taking damage from someone else on their team, mm-hmm. like that's yeah. the other part of it as well. But yeah. yeah, like I I definitely see all these arguments. I just like don't think he's necessarily as bad as people are making it out to be. With the exception of pro play, I think from like a pro play perspective, yeah, he probably is as bad as people are making him out to be. Yeah, but well, all characters can be good and ranked because it's really just how much better is the person playing them. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think yeah. that like his kit specifically makes him good in in at all. You know, of course, people who are good aimers are going to play him, and then therefore they're going to be, like, you know, quite good. It's like saying, oh, yeah, like, you know, Chamber's op is so OP because the people who play Chamber are good with the op. Yeah, maybe, but, like, I don't know. I, I feel like the timer on on his ability is generous enough that if you're playing second entry and you're able to, to get that up, like, on attack, like, it lasts for a long time. Like, you can be searching for kills for quite a while and have it up, like... I just don't yeah, know like, how much it helps you in those duels. It might, it does slightly advantage you, but, like, yeah. could you have been in a better advantage situation if you had slowed down, not peaked, not pushed? Possibly. Maybe. But I, I think it enables you to take... Like, it, it just allows you to take more duels that are slightly in your advantage. Maybe not by much, but like, it allows you to play a duel that, like, maybe the retaker thinks is a 50-50... But as soon as they swing that angle, they realize it's not because you got a shield up. Yeah. Yeah. You're now better at playing off angles when you have that shield up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like it, it I, I feel like it, it, it offers more than, or like it offers quite a bit. And I think we can all agree that it's quite good when you have the shield up. Yeah, it's it's pretty good when you have the shield up. Yeah. I just don't think that it is good enough to warrant the amount of steps required to get there. Yeah, and like yeah, and- I, I think having jet dash active is definitely better than having shield up as. Uh, sure, as, as but a, the timer know. is so much more lenient than jet dash. Sure, sure. Like it's like three times the amount of time. Right, right. Like, yeah. it, it lasts for quite a while. Like, and you I, refresh the shield with every kill rather than every two kills. Yeah, jet dash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's assuming also, you're you still get- able to, you know, keep staying alive and hitting the shield thing. 
Yeah, but like I, I think if you get a kill on entry, like that'll be up usually when someone's trying to retake into you, or even if you don't get the kill on entry, but like you damage somebody and then that thing pops up, right? Yeah. It's like I feel like usually you'll still have that shield when it comes time for the enemy to like try and retake that site. Especially when we're not considering pro play and people are way better at grouping up and prepping their util to simultaneously explode from multiple angles to get back onto site. Right. 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 Again, I think that's the bigger thing is like, I guess we talked about like when it comes to pro play with all that more or with all that extra coordination that comes into that, there comes an extra like time allowance in just like there's going to be more time generally, from when you get sight to when the enemy team is trying to retake. Usually in ranked, people are going to be way more rushed to try and retake, and they might not wait for, um, you know, like, their jet or their chamber who was holding down, or maybe their sentinel who's holding down the other site to rotate all the way over. Like, somebody's going to be trying to push their way back onto site when that timer's still up. Yeah, I fully agree. Uh, Ranked is much more chaotic that way. Yeah. I'm very curious to see this agent, and I, I'm a little tempted to do my uh, my idea. <laughs> we'll see if I actually do. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm excited to, like, see the abilities in-game. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, honestly, taking I, it... I probably won't play this character, but, like... He's a cool not seem like a chase agent at all, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, not that many agents do, considering, considering that you really just play Brim, but... Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to have Icebox back, and then I can play Sova again. Yeah, I can. Would you though? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe I'll just play Brim on Icebox. Um. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I really don't want to play Brim on Icebox. Oh, it's uh, kind of funny. You have less agent flexibility than I do now. Well, I mean, I Chase has Brim. the agent flexibility. It's just that he doesn't want to play the other agents. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's not I like have two. No, no, but, like, I have two. Yeah, Chase, Chase plays Breach one. on Fracture and Split. Yeah, I can play Breach, Brim, or Sova. So I have three. Yeah, yeah but, okay, technically I've got the Cypher, too. But I'm saying, you have one that you want to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have two that I want to play. <laughs> yeah, I didn't... Uh, I, I forgot that you were playing Chamber again. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. One thing... I'll throw out one thing while we're talking about uh, agents that we play. In the wake of us having a disappointing uh, finish in our uh, premier tournament, I was wondering if it's time for me to reevaluate my Sky experiment because I feel like I do okay on Sky and like there's a lot of I mean her abilities are just really good obviously, but I was wondering if maybe I you know do a hard pivot away because uh, I don't know it would be good to change something up for premier and as Cass was saying while the info that Sky provides is nice there definitely is a certain level of coordination required to maximize how we play off of that, whether that's the dog or the flash that we don't necessarily have. And as you know, my flashes are often memed for uh, (laughs) not working for whatever reason, but, and some of that is due to just the fact that, you know, we don't have time to practice outside of our premier games once a week. And there are plenty of times where I flash and don't expect you guys to be peaking yet. And so I have to cancel the flash or, uh, you know, it's it just something I, I don't flash because I expect that you guys are peaking that that kind of thing. 
And then there are definitely plenty of times where I miss the flash due to my own incompetence, which is something that I've improved, <laughs> but still need more improvement in. Um, and so I was wondering, like, maybe I pivot back to the Yoru or something. I, I don't know. What are your, what are your opinions? Should, should I stick with the sky or no? I mean, it works really well for the premier team comms. It does. Yeah. For sure. I think that you're probably going to like pop off more on a different agent. This is true. This is true. I, yeah. We haven't seen the yeah. same pop off potential on the sky. Yeah. yeah. Like well, it I, has happened in, in certain games, but like I think overall you play better on a, on other agents. Like yeah. even like on the Thanks. KJ, there are KJ games where you're dropping like 28 and you're we're like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck." You know? Yeah. But yeah, the um I don't know. Like and like it was really nice and now admittedly when we're playing with Tony, like we're playing against fucking irons and bronze or like bronzes and so forth. Fast and, and I stuff. were just taking ego duels um, in that game. Oh yeah, yeah, like like literally all the time. But like I was actually calling for every piece of utility I wanted from Hunter. Yeah. Because I was actively holding down the W key and right, disrespecting right. every single smoke that they dropped. Like literally I was just going like walking straight through everything. And I'm like, hey Hunter, like dog me through this. Like I'm fucking running through it. Yeah, like, and no oftentimes, that. because Cass is um, calling for the utility, he managed to do the impossible, which is avoiding getting flashed by me. Yeah. Because he was expecting the flash. <laughs> right, because I'm yeah. telling Hunter exactly where I want flashes to bop and whatnot, and right, that worked out right. quite well. But then, uh, like, I guess when we're in, like, when we're in our premiere games, like, and I'm not playing Jet, that means we have Alex and maybe all playing Rays. Yeah. Or maybe it's just Alex on the Reyna. On the Reyna, and I feel like they don't really call for that utility in the same way, which, like, I feel like the Sky's good, but, like, Sky yeah. works best when you're babysitting a duelist. True, true. Like, I, I feel like that is, like, really Sky's forte. So maybe it's I need just, to get like, reps hey, with Alex of just <laughs> setting Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, well, but, like, yeah. also then, like, Alex needs to call for exactly what he wants and when he wants it, which, like, yeah. that might not be his kind of style or whatever. But, well, like, but honestly, if, the... if I get more in sync with what he wants, like yeah. Alex is more predictable than you, where you sometimes just go off script versus what you normally do, and then I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck do I do? Whereas Alex is much more consistently, you know, going in and taking the fights. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that's, like, that's how you maximize Guy, at least in yeah. a ranked setting, is just, like, you babysit the duelist, you flash angles for them so that they can take any of the duels that they want. You dog them in so they don't have to worry yeah. about the close corners or whatever. Um, and I feel like we're just bad at doing that as a team in yeah. like a premier setting. And the thing uh, is, some of that I can do with Yoru. Like I don't get the info, but in terms of the flash to uh, you know uh, flash people and the decoy mm-hmm. to confuse people, like those do have a similar role to Sky Dog and Sky Flash, just without the info. But, like, if we got our best player swinging the angle, does he really need the info if they're already debuffed in a way? <laughs> Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, and I feel like the... And I feel like Yoru Flashes are just... Like, I think Yoru Flashes are arguably the best in the game at this point. Yeah, like, um, like the thing is, you know, Yoru Flashes, if they're just, you know, trucked out haphazardly, are very flexible in where they can go, but easy to dodge. I think one of the things that, like, Ethan showed with his Pearl gameplay is that if you use Yoru Flash lineups, they can be completely undodgeable, which is where they, you know, get some of that uh, extra benefit. Yeah, but, like, but even if you just have, like, a general sense of how long, like, after they bounce, it takes them to pop, 
Because, like, Tens plays a lot of yours on his streams and whatnot. Right. Um, And also, he played it in that game on Bind against 100 Thieves, um, in which they, I guess, both teams played a Yoru, which was kind of wild. But, um... Once you just kind of get good with knowing exactly, like, what the the spacing is of his flash, Mm -hmm. like, you can have Phoenix-level undodgeable flashes that are just more versatile. And, yeah, it takes, like, a higher skill level to get. Um, well, I, but you when you say have, undodgeable, you just mean that you're peeking as the person is dodging. No, no, no. I mean, like, they don't see that the flash is there. Because it hits the ground before the angle, and then it bounces just across that angle as it pops or whatever. R- well, right, but they can hear it. So, like, if, they, if they're used to you... Yeah, 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 okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a pretty loud flash, but I know what you're saying. It, like, yeah, like I'm, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just not the same as Phoenix, where you know you're actually getting flashed by it, regardless. Like with Yuri, yeah. you can be like, yeah. oh, this guy is flashing in this style. I, when I hear flash, I just need to move. Or yeah, but like you might not even, you might like, not, you hear might not it know the, where it's coming yeah. from. You might right, be out right. of range of of hearing it, right? Or like even if you hear it, like it's just like, oh, well, is it coming here? Is it coming there? Like I don't know where it's coming. Yeah, for long angles in particular where you can't hear it, that's that that can be especially strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like having a KO like left click lineup yeah. that yeah. just like barely pops around something, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I, I guess I'm I'm kind of wondering, do I drop the sky and just only do Yoru? Uh, I, I don't think you outright role. drop the sky, but I don't I definitely don't yeah. mind the Yoru coming out more. Yeah. Yeah. Um also, funnily, now that KO has been like kinda, you know, his right click got nerfed and whatnot. I find it so funny when like people are playing KO and they're like left click flash and angle. Oh my god! And it's, it's just so out bad there at it for a year. It's <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I'm staring at that flash for so long. It's like it bounces off the ceiling, both walls, and the floor before yeah. actually. It's like, dude, I could have taken a piss and come back to my yeah. computer and still have time to dodge that flash. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that, it makes that's, me feel good because like I dodged a flash though, which is like rare for me. Yeah, KO, <laughs> yeah, KO flash <laughs> has to be left click KO flash has to be the most lineup required ability in the entire game. That just is so bad if you don't have either an actual lineup or just really tight timings with your team in terms yeah. of where it's going versus where you're peaking. Mm-hmm. Like you just gotta really know your distances is the thing. Yeah, yeah. which like. Because Yoru has the thing where it pops after it bounces off something, you can kind of just know how far you need to be away from the angle you're trying to flash like, right, to have right. it bounce. Yoru flash is very um, intuitive once you start using it. Yeah. Whereas, like, KO is, is like, you literally just have to know the exact distance that this pops at. Yeah. Um, or if you're going to bounce it across an angle, you need to know the exact timing it pops at. Um, and yeah, like, that's fucking hard, man. And, like, I, I know that, like, when... I, I believe some devs were talking about it when they, like, put that into the game. How they were talking about how, like, uh, in CSGO, the Flash in CSGO is, like, the strongest in any fucking first-person shooter ever. Yeah, And they're like, we don't want that. The Flash is way too fucking strong in that game. Like, that's not what we're looking for. Is it? Um, What's so strong about the CSGO Flash? To be honest, I was never good enough at CSGO to really tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh... It's, like, when you do get, like, actually flashed in CS, it's way worse than, like, the fucking flash screen on, uh, that shows up on 
your screen in Valorant. Because yeah, doesn't CSGO have the thing where, like, first you're fully, you know, whited out, and then, mm-hmm. like, you see the world, like, blurry or whatever. Yeah, so you're, yeah. It, like, you're, like, your character is, like, very discombobulated, which, like... Like a concussion know, effect makes, almost, without the slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. W- which makes sense in terms of, like, you being flashbanged in real life. Right. Like, I'm yeah. sure I'd be incapacitated for, like, ten fucking minutes if I got flashbanged. <laughs> yeah, um, that's yeah. That's what uh, Riot needs. You get flashbanged <laughs> and you're out of the route. Yeah. That's like yeah. Tarkov again. <laughs> um, but, like... The... Yeah, more with other effects than flashbangs, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also in CS, like, because every agent has that, like, or every character has that, I'm sure people just know their flash lineups and stuff way better. Yeah. And, like, you can just, like, pop them... Like, they're harder to see, like, there's no green trail, or, like, there's no blue Yoru tail coming out of it to, like, let you know where it's coming from, like, as far as you're aware, it just fucking popped in the middle of nowhere, and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't see for, like, a year. Right. Um, and I I have no idea how the fuck I got caught by that, right? So, like, I I don't actually know what makes CS flashes, like, that much better. I haven't played enough CS to, in, in any reasonable time frame from the recording date to let you know, but, like... Yeah. I know they were really trying to make it not that. But because of that, and there's only one agent in the game that has this style of Flash, mm-hmm. um, I feel like people are just, in general, pretty bad with KO Flashes unless they learn lineups for it. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before, that he's just really not good in ranked. Mm-hmm. And in pro, I, he really didn't see a ton of play in the most recent tournament, but some of that has to do with the, the map pool as well, because I think both Icebox and Breezy's picked a fair bit in, at least he was in the past. No, he's the meta pick on Ascent, right? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you did You did see him on Ascent. Yeah. A lot. Right. Always, right. pretty much. Because, like, yeah. Ascent, <laughs> there is only one Ascent comp, <laughs> which does include Ko. I, yeah. I felt loud... Like, Loud and PRX flipped the script on that, right? Yeah, PRX well, definitely did. But yeah, but, like, you know, they were, what, two team comps out of, you know, 20 teams that played Ascent? Well, not For sure, but, them, like, you know. yeah, yeah, but also, I mean, they finished second and third or fourth? Third? Yeah. Well, yes, but, like, both of those both of those teams are known for doing things different than the others. PRX in particular, and then Loud it, 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 less so, but certainly on some maps they've been big innovators, so, like... Yes, yes, but at the same time, there still is an ascent comp, and there's they were just you know different takes that kind of worked. Mm-hmm. All right, well, it seems like Chase is yawning. Yeah, I mean, I've we're been yawning two for hours like an hour. Pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's about all I got. Yeah, I'm gonna go isolate myself in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to lose the one v one of getting into bed. You versus the bed. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna wake up. Chase is gonna be in the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> trips yeah. on a sock, knocks himself out on yeah. the post. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, then hopefully we'll drink with you later. <laughs>